Just a few film nerds breaking out of a rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're Measuring Flicks Hello everyone and welcome to Measuring Flicks I am Carl Hartley I'm Max Peterson. You know what I should have done? Is I should have just hooked up my guitar and done mm, the done the wah. They actually effect. actually wad it. Actually, giving it the old wah. The wah. Well, you didn't. I didn't. I well, I didn't do the wah. But welcome to September <laughs> Sploitation Month. We're doing. Four exploitation yes. films <laughs> back to back to fucking oh back. Oh my god, there's so many backs. Oh, to backs. To backs. They're- to backs. And this month, by some weird happy chance, the backs to backs is all black exploitation. It sure is. <laughs> Set for one, which Set is a one. prison exploitation movie. Right. So we. We realized when we were setting this whole month up, this it's funny because I'm looking back at how we built season one. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, both of us were like, you know, oh, yeah, we've we've got to just explore the the nuances of Michael Fassbender, one of the greatest actors of our generation. You know, like we did a lot of that. A shit, lot of that. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I can't remember which one of it, which one of us it was, but it was, we were like. We could do, you know, and then like the casual glance out of the corner of the eye, like, what about an exploitation month? And yes. both of us, I feel like both of us were like, well, only if you want to, uh, right. you know, like that. <laughs> right, like, well, of course, well, well, if you would like to well, do exploitation, it is, it's, uh, it's, it's a it subgenre. Is, it's part of the history of cinema and yeah, therefore absolutely. does deserve, I suppose, its moment in the proverbial sun. <laughs> and inside we're like, oh my God. Fuck yes, fuck yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> Having done the show now and come to know each other a little bit better, yeah. um, we fucking love exploitation yes. movies. So much so that next season's biggest problem will be not doing, not doing all, all exploitation, exploitation films. That was for a very a year. real conversation. Like, what do we enjoy watching? Yeah. I want to watch all like Cemetery Man type movies. Yeah, we were like Kung Fu cinema. Like, what if we did Italian horror films? Movies about like like uh like do a a, a weird nuanced deep dive month on non exploitation yes. films of the Italy of like nineteen seventy six to nineteen seventy seven like we are both like grindhouse yes. exploitation film fucking yes. fiends and it, it will be difficult to not turn season two <laughs> into just, a year of ex- Watermill is gonna get so much of our business from their like top fifty fucking like prison movie box sets that yeah. all fucking well, love that shit. Well, and to my to my delight, well, oh, well, ordering Caged Heat for this month is it, it the only version I could find came in it's a, a Robert, Roger Corman double feature, and my first thought was like, well, we'll just do the other one. <laughs> exactly, is like jail bait or something? Is the other one? It's like Georgia Penitentiary. I can't remember. Oh what my it is, god! But yeah, it's it's the other Roger Corman Ladies in Cages. Movie. Well, obviously, we have to do that one. We don't want to waste the purchase, really. I mean, seriously, it's there for us to enjoy. But this is the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is our. So this is week one of September exploitation, and we are diving into 1974's Truck Turner, directed not Shaft. Not Shaft. There's an awesome Shaft connection <laughs> yes, to this is. movie, but um, directed by Jonathan Kaplan. 
Uh, so it's stars Isaac Hayes as Truck. We have Yafet Kodo. Oh my God. Kananga himself. Yes. Appearing oh as uh, um, Harvard Blue. This is a weird movie because it has a cast that doesn't normally appear in black exploitation films. No, it, it's Mich- uh, Michelle Nichols. Michelle for Nichols me, as dude. Dorinda, the hardest-handed pimp you've ever fucking seen in your life. She's the most brutal lady pimp I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's Ahura. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's Ahura walking around saying stuff like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Shut up, you foolish like snap mouth bitch. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Shake your shake your ass for these men. You're like Jesus oh, Ahura. Jesus Ahura. She's like Ahura. Uh. Uh, this girl. There. By the way, there's no way we're gonna make it through a month of black exploitation films, of which two are principally pimp movies. Pimp movies. We're not gonna be able to make it through the month without saying "ho, whore, bitch." Those words are coming a lot. It's part of the genre. Mm-hmm. Just be ready for it. I did want to bring this up on air. I'm gonna try not to make fun. No, this is more <laughs> important because Bird brought this up last night while we were watching. You and I are both white as the driven snow oh yeah sure are there is a there's another word there's that's a in, one there's, word there's a one word that's uh-huh. in a lot of these here movies nincompoop nincompoop right so i was just wondering because I, I looked back and listened back to our episodes we quote a lot yeah we do how are we going to handle that do this we month quote because i don't it's a quote it's a quote but again mm, it's a problematic it's that word. weird thing i don't know what do to we do replace exactly. it with another word nincompoop like nincompoop <laughs> that nincompoop I think it's nincompoop. I think it's probably nincompoop now. But, but then that, that's, uh, yeah, maybe. Just know that we're not really saying nincompoop. You can't <laughs> no, do you it. You can't do you it. You can't do it because, like. So many lines are amazing, like fun, funny lines, but tons, they have nincompoop in them. Yes, tons and tons of of this of this movie and the movie's coming up. Like yeah, the Mac, the Mac, for sure. The Mac is like 90% the N-word. Well, it's that, that has Richard Pryor in it, right? So it's going right. to be like nincompoop so, all over the place right so so part of the trope of the black exploitation genre part of part of what makes these movies part just it's in the bones of these films is like an inner inner city tough black aesthetic mm-hmm. like and ghetto stuff a lot of the movie oh, yeah. takes yeah a lot of these movies across are 110th street intentionally like. set yeah and and knowingly set and and uh, meaningfully set in ghettos. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like, well, what do you mean? They just set the movie in the ghetto because it's about black people. It's like, no, these movies were primarily in the seventies. Mm-hmm. They started in nineteen seventy one. Is uh, the first like one. the first, the first black exploitation film I think is nineteen seventy one. Um, and they're set there. Like there are many tropes to the genre, like the the black man fighting against the man. Yes, the man almost exclusively being like cardboard hyper racist like snooty white men yes which is awesome these movies are so fucking awesome but like so that's one of the tropes the other trope is usually like working class poor neighborhoods ghetto neighborhoods ghetto life um like the seedy underbelly. This is they're not. These are not like historical films no. establishing like what it was like to be an African American in the 1970s. This is Isaac Hayes yeah. chasing down people that are skipping bail. He's shooting a lot of pimps in this Dude, movie. Dude, they're people. He's leaving a body count. 
And there's no, He's like... stacking by Yeah, like with the one point later happens. when the cop is like, don't do anything to lose that gun permit. I'm like, he what about the 14 people 14 he murdered people, right? by this point He likes to shoot people in the back, too. Like, hey, oh, he was justified. Right. Yeah, that was my yeah. other critique. I'm like, he fuck. shoots people in the back, like, almost, almost exclusively. exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then there's one other person who appears in this movie, which I wanted to point out. Dick Miller plays a character named Fogarty, and... When I I saw Dick Miller and I'm like I know that name click let's look at what he's been in and he only ever plays bit parts in good movies like Terminator and stuff like that oh shit but if you see his face on IMDb you're immediately like yeah I know that guy I know that guy who is he in this one in this one he plays Fogarty I think he plays either either a cop or the drunk guy at the at the bail bonds place. Oh shit. But like go look at his IMDb. You see that picture pop up and you're like, oh, I know that guy. It's the fucking him in all those movies that I can't remember the names of, but you've seen but him. You've seen him a hundred times. It's like the Gary Cole effect. Yes, exactly. Like you can't you can't name a thing that he's in. But he's, but he's in, in everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Truck Turner. <laughs> Yeah, we basically open with the shaft theme. Yes, when he is, says truck turner instead of shaft, which is funny. Yeah, I because love it. Isaac Hayes wrote the shaft theme and yeah, and sings it. And who's man? Just talking about shaft, but this is literally like just talking about truck turner. <laughs> like, yeah, it's literally the shaft theme, but it's like truck turner. Maybe he's yeah. not shaft. <laughs> he's, and he's downtown. This is totally not shaft. This is truck turner. But and it even starts with yep. wacka, 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 love wacka. it. It's that Isaac Hayes sound this so, oh, oh go ahead yeah well i i watched this movie at like started at like 6 30 in the morning yesterday <laughs> it's the only time i could start watching it <laughs> and time. i was like so well, it was the only time i could like fit a movie in and and so i'm tired i'm sitting there i'm like oh my god can i i hope i don't fall asleep i hit play and the the bright red logo comes up because that that 70s font and, and the, the isaac hayes and the jack jackhammer i was like oh you immediately and then yeah. the Isaac Hayes music started. I was like, oh, <laughs> and then I was in. I wasn't tired anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, all right. I'm watching fucking Truck Turner. I'm in. Fun, fun little brief side story that is totally relevant to our show on the whole. Um, you remember we talked about it before. My giant list of movies to watch, which are yes. primarily like grindhouse movies, exploitation films, and whatever. Yes. So when I first moved back to Traverse City I was living with Bird Allen Naren as well it's uh, my wife's brother and mm-hmm. his wife so they're all living in the same house none of them like those movies that type of movie that kind of movie people I think, get offended by them easily yeah that was a big that was a problem not so much with Bird Bird watched Truck Turner with me last night and she was like this is this great. is a fun movie it is but the I mean the exploitation genre of film was designed to be controversial yes because like intentionally yeah when you say something like you know like barely legal sorority house slaughter fest that is Designed to be salacious Where you're yeah. gonna have people protesting it You're gonna be like this is just filth Because when you have adults saying this is just filth Who kids, wants to go see it Kids flock Absolutely. to it Yeah man like I like if you go look at old drive-in movies Or grindhouse movies Which are primarily movies that are shown at like a Banned m- in 47 countries Right exactly Like <laughs> yeah. any movie like the film so shocking That yeah. you know like Congress barely told you exactly. You're allowed to see it Like that is what an exploitation film is And honestly if you really want 
watch them, most of them don't live up to the hype. No, not at all. Like, there are movies where it's like... It's all about the hype train, man. Yeah, where the cover is like a naked girl with like just barely her nipples covered by like a spray of blood and a killer's holding a severed head. And like, you see that and you're like, Jesus, Jesus this movie's going to be nothing but slaughter and just tits. Heads and tits. Lots of heads and tits. And then you watch the movie and there's like five seconds of boobs from afar yep. and there's like some bad deaths but that's the point of the movie yep. is like we showed you boobs how crazy is that <laughs> right exactly it's <laughs> like and even the like the, the 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 cover of this is like bill bonds bill bonds bill bonds you got truck yeah isaac he's hayes on the huge, front he's huge massive gun guy. and it's a colt python 357 with a. a walnut grip oh i couldn't help God, but I i'm a gun it's guy like, i want to smell it i want to smell that gun like the oil can you imagine like this the, movie in 3D when he's doing the like stancing oh up God. and the barrel coming out the screen at He you? has horrible trigger uh His discipline. trigger discipline is fucking horrible. Awful. When he's in the police station or whatever in the jail, he takes his gun out and he's holding the trigger and his thumbs on the hammer. I'm like, yep. well, in the modern world. America, he's shot to death <laughs> yep, right now. Right now. They get pulled over by a black police officer and it's not I was like, "Oh shit, here we go. This is the black people getting pulled over in a brand new car and it was like a nothing thing." Yeah. There's a couple moments There's in a here couple moments where like, the 2018 is creeping in. I'm like, "Uh-oh." Oh, actually, uh-oh. it's okay. Well, it's Which it is weird because this is For like me, that was more the For me, that was more the moment where they were like, "Well, we got one extra day on the cop car rental for the movie." Do you want to shoot a thing? Because there's a there's a right. bit in here. There's a bit that'll come later where they they shatter a giant glass thing of water for no purpose at all that I could discern. Other, oh. well, I'll, I'll touch on it. I have a theory on why so much glass breaks and why like so many. There's a reason I think, but. So the movie starts with a jackhammer and a wah pedal, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is the epitome of the exploitation yes. or the black exploitation film. And you did mention a lot of people get offended by exploitation films on the whole. Mm -hmm. But like, for example, something like Reefer Madness. Yeah. Technically an exploitation film. Yeah, it is. But it's not. People mostly see it as cute or funny or whatever. There are other movies. That uh, wacky weed movie. Right. Right. And then there's like, um, um, uh, you know, like hell, uh, the hell's angels on, you know, hell's angels are those old biker films. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of old biker films, those are those are exploitation films. Yes. But people watch those and they're like, ah, motorcycle movie. Yeah, black exploitation films are ex- incredibly controversial, and triggering for a lot of people. Triggering. That's a great way to put it because the I was trying to think this through last night. Like, why is it that? I'll, because there's other exploitation. And we feel very cautious about mm-hmm. diving into it. We do. There was some trepidation, but we're going to because it's it is film and we're humans and it's art. And, and this, is this is a these are movies that I really this is not the first time I will have seen the Mac. Right. This will yeah. be my third time seeing the Mac. Yeah. yeah. Like so. So there are other subgenres of exploitation film that that cause con, like real controversy where mm-hmm. people are like object to watching it and are offended in watching it. And the, 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 prim, the women in prison movies mm-hmm. are usually very controversial. Because it's like this, it's it's visions of the patriarchy, it's visions of misogyny. In a lot of ways, it is. It, it's it's a film that's meant to capture that 
that that uh lascivious eye yes. like there's no re- there's no re- re- real reason that all of the prison guards are lesbians you know? like, <laughs> right. this is this is made to be shocking and 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 controversial the nun exploitation genre usually has a lot of nun rape in it so mm-hmm. those are really objectionable cannibalism movies it's such a strong taboo those are often har- harshly objected to but none of them really have that like that that weird social tentativeness that black exploitation films do and because you almost feel like you're towing a line yeah watch, watching them yeah but they're a genre that it's an amazing i love them i do too i think it's an incredible genre but the yeah these movies are these movies are very easy to turn into um like uh, outrage you can, yeah you can be outraged at these films really easily or you can get swept up in the the, the joy of the film because mm-hmm. these are really really. What I find is like films. after after putting the DV the the Blu-ray in and be like, all right, this is a black split. Like you for, you don't even think about it when you're watching the movie. Like right. there are certain trope like this is a movie about about an ex football guy has player a football who has, injury has, and becomes, becomes a, a bail bounty, bo- bounty hunter for yeah. a bail bonds office and. Right. And he gets caught up in this in this high powered ring of of pimps and prostitutes, and the head of which is a female who's the most vicious of of You've all of them. You've never seen a more vicious pimp, and and it's a hura. And it's a hura, but then but there it's this movie is car chases, it's it's gunfights, it's it's a it's bare fisted oh, bar brawls. Yes. And that bar fight is one there's of my nothing fight scenes. there's nothing different from the but besides like the the story elements this and dirty harry are the same are thing. the same fucking thing yeah there's no difference yeah the blood is even that weird pink temper paint looking blood except for a couple scene where it looks really like like a good blood effect but it's that weird 70s like yeah it's temper red. paint that's what bird but, said yeah. she's like oh look more red paint yeah more red but, paint. Uh, but it's the same even the like the tone is very similar. I think I think what it, it is is the, it's the propensity it, of the genre to not only play with but revel and exist in stereotypes. Ste- well, and that's it's dealing with pimps and prostitution and like and they are very stereotype stereotypical. Oh, ab- absolutely, it's pimps and hoes, capital P, capital H, and yeah. those are the that's how those parts are played. Like, there's a lot of like jab talking street people yeah <laughs> see this yeah. is gonna be hard yeah <laughs> because these are terms from the films and i'm like wait wait wait, wait. that's not my term not to my use. term to use but yeah there's a lot of like there's a lot of like the like oh yeah i'm super fly like everyone is is elevated black yes there's a level of like um part of it is let's call it cartoonish mm-hmm. black blackness because these are not like they're no one is meant to be seen as a real person with like nuance and depth and like th- thoughts and dreams right. and hopes. It's like these are you, the rare. This is the rarefied air of like like urban like controversial urban black. You have Michelle Nichols in a full satin white pantsuit. Yeah. Like, can we talk about the orange pantsuit really quick? Yeah, we can. Those were like some of the best breasts I've ever seen. Wow! So the I'm I'm going to refer to the so there's a new thing that happened that I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah, I'm going to call it the Dottie effect. The Dottie effect. Okay, so when we were, when we watched Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage. Yes. And Dottie was the, the character Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yeah. who I only knew her as Dottie, and mm-hmm. then many years later, I'm seeing Dottie's boobs. Yeah. In Valley Girl, kind of fucks you up. Right. So. The Dottie effect is having is like now 
Ohura is making me feel twinges in my nethers, yes. which never happened there before. There is a scene where she's... I've always followed her to be like, I love Ohura, right. obviously. But there are some... I mean, she wears some very nice clothes. Bl- by this, very nice clothes. And says, mean, motherfucker. I'm like, ooh. She says, motherfucker. Ooh. And she says, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she says, nincompoop. The way that she says nincompoop, it yes. bothers me so much that I can't say it. I know. The way that she says that word. She almost word, says it with a CK. At the end, and yeah. The, it's, oh my God, it's perfect. It's yeah. like the way she says it, It it because she always uses it as a spiteful term or yep. a bitter term with mm-hmm. acid in it. Yes. And the way that it comes out of her mouth, the way that it's pronounced when she says it, is like a perfect makes me smile it's it's so vicious (laughs) vicious, like it's the perfect delivery when she uses the word it's it's not her throwing it around she uses it to bite and Mm -hmm. the word as it is pronounced and shaped by her mouth has so much bite to it n-y-a-c-k-a-h and she like snaps it off at the end too it's fucking amazing dude spell phonetically i guess like like. we're tiptoeing around it's so hard but and we probably should continue to do so i'm not gonna say it i will see but uh (laughs) so (laughs) we'll see what happens by the end of this show oh shit i don't know what's gonna happen carl but we have yeah so like but the but uh like the way that she like like snaps it off mm-hmm. at the end like you can almost imagine that rather than saying the word she's like spitting on the ground it's said with the same pronunciation mm-hmm. she's so good in this i think i think probably as far as performance goes she's my favorite oh yeah so there's a scene where she she's walking and she's just like a bunch of the pimps have been killed and she's walking in like the back garden and she's wearing a skin tight orange pantsuit essentially yes. Like it's a it's a onesie type deal. Yeah, um, I believe the children call it a romper these days. Ew. But it has all, it's got the long like super bell bottom legs, um, and she's got no bra on, and her breasts are fucking astoundingly good, Carl. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. This is the first thing Bird said. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be mature, and I'm not going to say it. She's <laughs> like, oh shit, Ahura's tits are great. I was like, all right, okay, all right, yeah, 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 I can say it. <laughs> I can say it. I'm like, I'm so glad you said that, Bird, because yes, yes, they are. Look at that. Jesus Christ. And you can't get past that moment. No. Because it's an exploitation film. Mm -hmm. They are there for one reason. Like that outfit exists for one reason. It's to show show you how amazing Nichelle Nichols' breasts look. While this other like, while Kananga's yelling, well, Kananga is being... he's gonna be Kananga to me forever. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Live and Let Die, the goofiest of all the fucking James Bond movies. Yafet yeah, uh, Koto plays. Yafet Koto plays the bad guy yeah. in it and has the best worst death ever. Is it the alligator death? No, he gets inflated by uh, oh, the compressed fuck, air and right. turns into the Jesus. the Kananga balloon, that's floats right. to the roof of the car, and then the Kananga balloon explodes. Carl, it's such a good movie, dude. Um. So it's you know it's funny because we've been talking a little bit about the cast. Mm-hmm. Nichelle Nichols. This is the only black exploitation film she ever appeared in, ever. Yep. That was it. The rest is serious acting. She focused on Star Trek appearances. She became a recruiter for the for NASA. Yeah. But this is her only black exploitation film. Yafet Kodo also hated exploitation films, but was going through uh, IMDb trivia was going through a bad divorce at the time and needed cash. So he said yes to it. And it's the one. Yeah. He's another one who was like, 
no exploits. He saw himself as a serious actor, and he was like, yeah. "This is demeaning." You know, like, oh, "What am I going to be a pimp?" And they're like, "Well, actually, yes, you'd be the the head pimp, the head pimp, the boss pimp, if you will, Mister Cotto." So you know, like, and then Isaac Hayes is another interesting figure in the the black exploitation, the history of black exploitation, because. He, in 1970, 1971, when Shaft came out, kind of at the cusp of the black exploitation genre, I think other early ones included coffee. Um, the term black exploitation is actually was originally a pejorative. Hmm. One of the actors from the film Superfly used black exploitation to describe his experience making Superfly. No shit. Yeah, the directors. He felt that the directors and the production company were just like. Well, what a white audience is white on white audiences are going to want to come and see like what the what those wacky mysterious black folk are up to. And he felt very used by the production. He felt that he had been like diminished like that. These films diminished black people that he had been mistreated. So he called his experience on Superfly black exploitation. Eventually other and uh, in the early the burgeoning years of that term it was only used as a pejorative like don't go and see that that's a black exploitation right. movie as in like this is a movie that's meant for like the panting white audience who's curious about the exoticism of the you know the the like black americans right but eventually in like 74 75 like around truck turner era when you hit the the middle of the 70s it becomes its own Subgenre, and this there's an important distinction too, which is a lot of early black exploitation films directed by white directors. In the mid 70s and late 70s, a lot of those films, including I mean, there's early ones like Shaft, right. but um, later ones were primarily directed by black directors who decided to take the genre and run with it. Like we're taking this. Yeah, Thank like you. if well, if these films are being made, they're like well. Why don't we? Why don't we make them? Right, because <laughs> only like, makes sense. Yeah, like so they're like we could. We've got. We've got insight on the the quote exotic, exotic mysterious right. <laughs> black you know inner city people. Like let's 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 do some shit. Like it's in the words of Django from Quentin Tarantino's genius pseudo black exploitation western. Y'all want to see something? Like that's kind of the vibe exactly. from the later black exploitation films. The, the black directors are like here, hold my beer. Yes, it's exactly. Meme, it's here. Yeah. Hold my beer. So the the term black exploitation turns into a dis, a positive descriptor of a really fucking cool subgenre yeah. of exploitation films. But originally, yeah, originally pejorative. So Shaft is 1971. Yeah, that's what is, I thought it predated this. So it does. Yeah. So Isaac Hayes did the score for Shaft, and he did the the theme song, not just the theme song, but also the whole score for Truck for Turner. This. He and also has a credit rhythm by Isaac Hayes. Rhythm, just rhythm. If you, it, yeah, it was part of like music by original song by rhythm. Interesting by Isaac Hayes. Yeah, I, I wonder like, what does that mean. A rhythm section, maybe the the wacka wacka guitar rhythm. But um, but so he he worked on um, so he was part, like part of working on Shaft, mm-hmm. and one of my the biggest you, you can't avoid it when you watch Truck Turner. You're like, oh, this is Shaft, right? He's just not a detective. He's a bounty He's hunter. He's a bounty hunter. But it's still Shaft. It's Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like Isaac Hayes was like, man, that Shaft movie is great. I want to be Shaft. And so they made Truck Turner so he could be Shaft. So he could be Shaft, yeah. Which I was fucking well, what, great. What's really interesting is this movie was not made for Isaac Hayes. This movie originally had two other actors. Really? Yeah. I can't remember who they were, but I'm pretty sure the first... 
like the first draft of the script was for a white actor. Oh, really? And that got turned down. And then there was another person who was in talks. It was the the guy from the Mac. Okay. Was in talks to play this guy, but he had a scheduling conflict. And then they were like, what about Isaac Hayes? Which is funny and kind of fucked up because once you see this movie, there is no one else but Isaac Hayes who can play Truck Turner. Isaac Hayes is this fucking like massive burly guy. Yeah. Um, I looked it up last night when I was uh, on who they were originally oh, yeah, going to yeah. do it for and looked them up. I can't remember their names because I was a little high. <laughs> but um, they're both like kind of like skinnier. They're like skinnier, like normal looking dudes. So it would have been very Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, like not a huge guy. It's the big gun and like his street right, smarts. But, but Isaac Hayes dude. becomes like a force of nature because he's so giant and the shaved head with the beard yeah and the sunglasses it's an it's an iconic look that the the i would call it canadian tuxedo but the the denim that outfit, long the, denim coat holy was that three-quarter length coat sweet. yeah yeah holy fuck bird laughed at it and i was like yeah that no, is, that's i wanted it yeah i want it i wanted it i want it so bad i don't have the body for it but <laughs> i'm too short i need I'm not to strong i need to be six inches taller and jesus um so i mean my notes from the beginning of the movie are mostly things like Dutch tilts motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yep. come on, like, there's a bit in the intro when they're trying to kill time until Isaac Hayes' theme song is done playing out. That Come on, it's what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They're showing they like, are, a, like, and then it's like all bail bonds. There's a, mount, there's a montage of the streets. Yes. And then, like, someone, someone on B Unit was like, you know, what if we tilted the camera just like a little bit on its side? And they're like, like a Dutch tilt? And he's like, nah, no. man. Nah, like a Harlem tilt. <laughs> they give it the Harlem tilt. They give it the Harlem tilt. And they tilt back and forth. 30 degrees to the right. 30, 30 degrees, degrees to, to the left. left. 45 to the right. 45 to the left. Like, it's Dutch tilt city for like yeah. 30 seconds. And then finally, you get the idea that the director was like, okay, you're not in charge of uh, B-roll anymore. You're in you're charge, in charge of, B-roll of B-roll now. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no more Dutch tilts in the we, movie. We've used all of them. The quota is Fuck. spent. They blew the Dutch tilt, the Harlem, <laughs> the Harlem tilt, tilt like in the first minute. <laughs> Isn't that a dance craze from like 10 years the ago? Harlem shake. Thank you. That's what it um, is. I think <laughs> the so. Harlem tilt. The Harlem tilt is what you do when you watch, <laughs> when, you watch when you watch Truck, truck Turner. Turner. Yep. So uh, I also I've never seen the film before last night. Neither have I. Yeah, that opening fight on the streets was the worst fight scene I've ever seen in a movie film. Yeah, pretty bad. That one on the corner, I think the they, floppy arms, like heroin people fighting. It's like, it's like they forgot to <laughs> choreograph the fight. Yeah, it's like, it, and like, oh, we're here. And they didn't even, you know what it was? You know what I, f- I feel like the original direction was like, you three stand on that corner and look like, look tough. Look confused. Right. You on the end, you look jive. Okay, now we're going to film you. And then they start rolling and the director came by and he like grabs a megaphone. He's like, now fight each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and they're like. And now fight. What? Yeah. And they're all just like. Wait, wait. Like with each, like with you, each other? I'm sorry. What did you, who though? Fight we, each other. Oh. David Lynch is the director. <laughs> fight, fight each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> but like. The one person like turns a quarter turn to their left and a, a man flies to the ground like he's been like wheel kicked yes. in the head. And you're like, why did he fall over so hard, though? Nothing, Nothing happened. happened. And it's like, well, maybe he's on heroin. He was really tired. So then the other person's like, hey, you made you made man, the guy fall over. So I'm going <laughs> to spaghetti arm you. <laughs> he like flops. He noodles him. He noodles him. <laughs> and then a dude 
for one second, I was like, oh shit, this shit got real. Cause a guy comes flying across the street and you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Now, now we're into a real fight. Like this must be a stunt man. He's hauling he ass. Up. He's just, he's just going to lay this fucker out. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. And he comes over and he sprinting. And as soon as he gets to him, he like pumps the brakes and then he noodle arms <laughs> him too. And you're like, why is everyone doing Why are they having a slap fight? This it's, is so weird. It's like the, the windmill, like the, wind, the arm guy. Arm. He yeah. It's the goofiest looking shit I've ever seen. And I'm like, why'd we leave this in? Because the rest of the movie the is choreography, yeah. the fight scenes the are bars, killer. The bar fight scene is great. That bar, that bar fight, they is are so wild. sweaty, dude. The beads of sweat on their faces look like shit. Yeah, that that yeah. that fight scene is killer. The fight scene where he beats up the racist um, military guy in the field. Yeah, which like we can get into the the important um, socio political repercussions of that scene, which is kind of throwaway. Oh, because that's the first. So that's the first time we. I love movies that do this thing. Yeah, where the, you establish you know this guy's a skip tracer you know that he's a, a bounty hunter right right and so they do the thing in movies where you show your 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 main characters doing the thing they do and doing it well right so the first thing you see is 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 truck turner and his partner go onto a military base to get this pedophile there's a yeah there's a pet the gary gary the fucking best gary. pedophile name ever gary. so they they get him the he beats the shit out of him and then they well, deliver him but we'll talk about that we'll, we'll get to it in a second but yeah. There's a lot of important little beats there that yeah. establish a lot of things we'll talk about over the next three episodes as we talk about black exploitation. Absolutely. But um, we we get right off the bat. This movie has killer writing, and by killer mm-hmm. writing, I mean the writing's not amazing, but it's exploitation film amazing. Right. The like this is not Jarmer style. Oh no no not at all. Freeze pimp. Come yeah. on, that's the best <laughs> fucking. Oh my god, there. Um, yeah. So um... when he gets on the base, he goes in to talk to the major. Well, originally they they drive through the the they crash through the gates at the beginning. Right, I need like, a new tire. He's like, I need a new tire. Please shoot that back left one. Shoot the back left one. Shoot it. Shoot. And then they shoot out the back left tire. Yep. And he's like, yeah. And then while the stupid gate people, because they are legally allowed to go and get this guy off the base. Yep. They have the documentation. They have the bail bond. They're the, yep. So you get the sense, like... Th- those guards at the base are an imp- are kind of like a great way. If you've never seen a black exploitation film, that's a great way to be introduced to white people in, in black exploitation films because yep, that's what they are. Yep. Is yeah. Well, why don't you just go on back to wherever you came from? And then the one guy, the other guy's like, well, I don't know. Maybe I should talk to the major. We have a bumbling idiot, and we have a like a. Uh, and a kind of like vaguely racist person who's openly hostile just because just our protagonist because is black. Exactly. That's that's white people in these movies. So those guys are like the perfect yep. pairing. This is get used to this. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna get a, see a lot of that. You're gonna get a lot more of this. A lot of that. <laughs> but like, so, and then they're like, you know, you know, like, well, why don't you just come back in a couple of days? They're basically like, you know, smoke screening them for the to protect Gary the pedophile. Right. So they smash through the gates. Truck Turner. Here's where we get a sense of how he is. He's like, there's gonna be shooting machine guns at my back. I sure hope they hit that tire that I need replaced. Yes. He's a cool motherfucker. Cool. Doesn't give a fuck Mm-mm. about bullets Mm-mm. flying and at him. You get his partners like, oh man, not oh, again. Man. Not oh, a, yeah. come on, man. They're Shit. totally, totally cookie yep. cutter stereotype characters, but they're delightful. Yes. So another one of my other favorite lines, one of the few lines that I wrote like in its entirety is when he's sitting and talking to the major and he's like, gives him the paperwork for Gary. And he's like, oh, yeah, Gary, I know him. Highly decorated 
wounded twice in combat. He spent a lot of his time in the brig. Every man's got their problems, you know. Like, right. so what he's doing is he's he's making like like white excuses for a, a white man's bad behavior. Yes. So this is important because we're in a black exploitation film. This is not an accident that this is happening. It's we're seeing the man protecting one of their own against a black man who has a legitimate claim. Yes, he does. A legal a legal right claim. to be there and to scoop this white person off the base. Right. So like if this were a black man who'd had sex with a for 15 it was 15 or 13 15, it was 13, really yeah. young so it wouldn't have even been a question it's like oh we already have him here for you he'd be in jail or dead right but here he's like well he's spent a lot of time and every man's got their problems and truck turner so uh, now we're again we're establishing like here's a white authority figure here is the man mm-hmm. and truck turner's leaning back in his chair with his big ass fucking colt <laughs> python hanging i love that gun yes. dude it's the biggest uh, goddamn gun uh. six inch barrel so anyway he uh so he's leaning back in his chair and he goes look major i didn't bring any violins come <laughs> I on violins. i didn't bring any violins that's got to be one of the best fucking like just exploitation type yep. lines you can get man i didn't bring any violins I didn't bring any violins like i don't care about this guy's like nope. sad story <laughs> don't give a shit major's like well, well i don't we'll just take it under advisement and he's like he stands up and leans over the major's desk and again here's why as a case is important this dude is fucking huge huge he immediately takes it's up. It's like a black wall standing in front of you. Yeah, he takes up like two thirds of a wide angle shot. You're like, holy fuck, is he just imposing as shit? Yup. Like he's, you know how a desk hits you at like the waist? A desk hits him like just above the knees. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ. And his gun starts dangling down yep. the major's face and he's like, and he's like, well, what do you, what's it going to be? Or like, what's it going to mean when the papers pick up that you, uh, that uh, the military's... Uh, harboring a pedophile right and just lets that hang for a second and then his partner points at the phone and you're like oh shit these guys are good at their job and next thing you see you got gary he's swinging around the old nincompoop word yep swinging that nincompoop i think he calls them quoting the movie tar babies he does which i was like holy yeah fuck bird was really struck by that i was like because the weird thing about going back and like there are colloquialisms that we deal with now like words that are thrown around or ways to refer to people that are offensive Mm -hmm. some i mean these are you don't hear that but hearing that that was apparently a term thrown around in the 70s i've never heard that thrown out there there's that i was like holy fuck if you watch enough of these movies like there are other ones that'll come up later that don't sound like pejoratives right unless you know what you're looking for like one i kept running into over and over again with old black exploitation movies and there's a there's a uh, there's a like an exploitation documentary about i think it's called like um like say goodbye to jungle fever or something it's like really really a harsh thing yeah but one of the ones that keeps coming up if you watch the really old shit is um moon crickets as a pejorative for black people really yeah moon cricket never is heard a that slur which i had yeah i had no idea it sounds beautiful and delightful it kind of does you're like oh crickets beneath the moon but it's not that's a racial slur for for black people so I was like, Fuck. yeah, I think it has something to do with how, it, uh, as I understand it, because I, I had to look it up because I heard it enough times and I'm like, is this a thing? Is this a thing? It right. is. It come. It goes back to the times of the slaves where they would be working all day and the only time they would have for like socializing would be at night. 
So they would do they would like sing like sing songs like and have church and, okay. yeah. So they make like the their song under the moon. Oh, as, wow. as I understand it, yeah. So which is when you hear it, it's kind of an ugly thing. But the term itself is you'd never know. Never know. Yeah. So yeah, but as soon as he was he, it's Isaac Hayes like walking around out in a field and he calls him. He yells over like, "What are you I'm doing, nincompoops?" Yeah, doing, he, yeah. Well, he's he calls him tar babies. He calls him nincompoops, and the partner warns him. He's like, "You should you should shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up right now." And he comes over and he says it again and Isaac Hayes grabs his hair and wrenches his head back and you're like, Isaac Hayes' hand and arm is so big he could tear this dude's yeah, head so off. Yeah, like rip it clean So the off. guy holds his handcuffs up and he's like, you're really tough when I'm in cuffs. And I'm like, you fucking you idiot. idiot. <laughs> he takes the cuffs <laughs> off him. And he Wait. kicks the shit out of him in the field. He beats on him for like much longer than is required narratively. Yep. But it's so But it's okay because you know that this dude did like, no, punch him in the face. Again. Repeatedly. Hit him again. Please do. And one more. And Isaac Hayes takes like two hits and you get this you get the sense that maybe the original intent was like, oh, we'll show that maybe it is a fair fight. But when you see Isaac Hayes, this giant Versus Gary. Versus not a fair fight. Old old Gary. (laughs) Oh good old Gary. He takes a couple of hits to the face and you're like, I don't even think he felt that. Like right. I think that just like he was more surprised that Gary's <laughs> not dead yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what that punch accomplished for him. <laughs> and then he turns around and kicks Gary's fucking ass. Yeah, he does the the whoa the he double does, fister. He does the he double does, fister. He Captain Kirk's him a couple of times. He does, and we also get the uh, we get the the left knee. Yes, and then we get the identical shot of the left knee a second time later because there maybe wasn't enough. Maybe not enough. I'm like, oh, he set that left knee up exactly the same way a second time. What a great fighter he is! Hey, man, if it works, keep working it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I wrote down. Um, oh, hold on. So hold on, ice, blah blah blah. Yeah. So I wrote down that that early fight is like the we talk a lot about like the thesis of a film mm-hmm. i'm not sure that black exploitation films or exploitation films on the whole are necessarily going to be the type of movies that have like here is my larger no deep right resonating right. thesis but they still do have something to say and a lot of times what they have to say isn't something like intellectual it's more emotional yes and i think that the emotional power in 1974 of seeing a, a black man beating in a field an overtly racist, pedophilic, weak white man who is also part of the, the military, largest, yeah. the military, the largest like peacekeeping or order. Like think of them as like the like a heightened metaphor for cops, right? Because maybe at this time in history, making a movie about a black man beating up a cop pedophile might have been beyond the pale wouldn't have made it out of the editing room right but if you met you can you, you can easily have the military stand in and what you have is a black man taking back power against a corrupt cop yeah that that's pretty fucking heavy shit man for a 1974 waka waka for a waka waka god dude i love i love a good wah pedal score shit oh such a i wish Isaac Hayes could just just if you if you rescored like a Name a movie. Name like name a movie that like ha- has an streetcar named Desire. No, maybe not. But mm. like you know, like if you took like an any action movie, okay, and threw an Isaac Hayes score behind it, it goes from like if Lethal Weapon had an Isaac Hayes score, that it would immediately become 
groovy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Murtaugh would even have a little bit more swagger uh, well, or something. Like you'd see like Tom Cruise doing his shit, right? But it would immediately take on like that, that like vague undercurrent. You know what it would do is Man From U.N.C.L.E. It would feel less like the like bam, 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 like cold and like um, like hyper um, efficient yeah, uh, yeah. Mission Impossible, and it would become like Man from Uncle, like groovy, high, swinging sixties action Absolutely. His score is such a big part of this movie, and such a big part of movies like this, like Shaft. There's a reason that Shaft is still like beloved today it's great music it's fucking part of it is the great fucking music yeah um so i wanted to moving on like oh man yeah i I have quotes written down i'm reading them right now that i i just can't read these ones so i think i think it's funny that uh truck turner's boss or the person that's in charge of the bail bonds office that he works for His desire is to retire to Tahiti because the girls all walk around with their titties hanging out. It's just to, it's see, just to see naked breasts all the time. Yeah. So th- speaking of, I there's a thing that we start. There's there's a, a bit where we start right after he gets out of the um, right out of the he gets out of the bail bonds. Uh, agency he goes and visits his girlfriend in jail um, like that's all happened. And then we see him at home. Yeah. Where he's like laying, in, you know, he's laying in his like messy apartment, and his cat. He didn't feed the cat, but it doesn't matter. There's the, so much food on the floor, and the cat pissed, pissed on, on his shirt. shirt. Yeah, and his partner's giving him shit. Like you smell like piss. I ain't saying you're nasty. I just saying you stink. <laughs> so there's like there's a thing there which which I wrote down. I have a note at the top, and it came up again and again in the movie. So this is a good time to uh, to illustrate it. And one of the the other moments that really highlight it for me is when he's at home with his girlfriend, when his girlfriend gets out of jail and when he's in he's bed, he's going to nail her to the bone or whatever. Like he's talking about, you know, he's going to have sex with a girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I have written now. He's something like down to the bone. Yeah. Like, down oh, to the bone. His, yeah. His Jesus quote Christ. is pretty brutal. Like it doesn't sound like sex so much. No, as it's like, like a, I'm going to just fuck her until there's no skin left <laughs> yeah. on my dick. Like, Oh my God. Someone's been not Someone's been not, not jacking off right, enough, or something. And the guy that's really interesting how cavalier they talk about it, how cavalierly they talk about it. His partner says, Why don't you go buy something? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Nah man, my girl gets out tomorrow. I can wait. And yep. you're like, the casual conversation about prostitution is really interesting, especially in a film about where yeah, pimps where and, most yeah. of the major players are pimps and pimps and hoes. Yeah. There's a hoe train literally in there this movie. There is a hoe train in this, yeah. So like the like the fact that that's around and that it's being casually talked about is part of the black exploitation yeah. genre which is like look at what normal life is this is not normal life for you the white viewer uptown right. watching the movie. Like so I I wrote down Liberty Valance alive versus civilized. And I think there's an interesting there's an interesting undercurrent to this. It's not like, you know, this isn't like a 2-hour discussion, but right. it's like there's something about when his boss has gotten beaten up by the assassins later and calls yeah, and truck yep. and trucks like, man, I'm loaded and I'm tired. And he's laying there in bed with his, with, with his, his girlfriend. Lady, yeah. And then there's like a, you know, wake up. There's the, it, it the, we see the same thing in another movie called, um, the long goodbye mm. where, you know, the guy who's playing the detective gets up and he feeds his cat and he doesn't have any food in the house, but he, you know, he's going to get some food and he, yeah, my shirt's not quite clean. There's a, there's a, blue collar vitality to truck 
and the life that truck has you know like he goes out for drinks with his friends and it feels so comfortable and in his house you know like there's there's a weird romanticism that i bring at least to the movie where like oh man i've been working all day i've i've had a couple i like i've got a, i had a couple i got a couple drinks in me yeah. and i'm just tired. I'm tired i don't want to yeah. get out of bed i'm laying here with my girl you know the windows are open cuz we don't have ac but there's a sort of scruffy romanticism or where where even though truck is kind of down like he's not he's not beaten he's like he's got a rep you know he's successful but like even though he's not not in like a mansion he doesn't have all these nice things he's not one of these pimps or you know like we see the pimps in their opulence later and they're like lush digs and like um uh, 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 I can't remember the character's name. It's the D something, but the I wrote it down. Um, Dorinda. So Dorinda. Dorinda is the like the lady, the head lady pimp, and she lives in like this. Be- Scatman Crothers character lives on like a like a southern plantation style property. Yeah, I love his character. His character is amazing. The eye patch. We'll get into it. Scatman Crothers. Not Scatman Crothers. Eye patch. The eye patch one. The white guy. The only white pimp. Right. He has Who was I think? Oh, not... Ah. Scatman Crothers is the... Uh, he's the guy, the retired pimp. That's right. Okay, who, I apologize. But anyway, he like lives in this like big opulence, but there is a weird feeling of like stagnation or mm-hmm. coldness to him. And when he, even even when uh, Truck asks him, like, what you been up to? He's like, nothing. I sit around, drink, remember stuff. There's There's... And again, this isn't like, and it's one of the most brilliant, subtle, blah, blah, blah. But it's there. It's there. It's there, which is like, you know, he stopped moving. He's the shark that stopped moving and he's kind of waiting to die now. But there's, there's something about becoming civilized. I think it's also important to note that Dorinda wears her hair... Um, there's a, there's a word for it. I can't remember, but she wears her hair. She does her hair in a white hairstyle. Interesting. Like her, it's straightened and feathered. Oh right, yeah, yeah. She does not uh, like rock like uh, in a lot of these movies. It's the afro, or right. it's cornrows, or it's she's she's she has specifically white hair in right. this movie. Like her, her, like her hairstyle is is done black, and in a lot of a lot of movies about um, this time period, that is that's something. It's like the skin lightening creams. You know what I mean? Yep. This that hairstyle is like a symbol of of the oppressive influence of the white man. It shows up in a uh, awesome book by Eldridge Cleaver called Soul on Ice, where he talks about the inherent. It's a, a controversial book from the '60s, where he talks about the inherent separateness of the the black race and the white race. He was a Black Panther and he went to prison for a while for um, raping a white woman, and he wrote the book in prison. It's a really cool book. They teach it used to teach it at colleges a lot, mm-hmm. but um. One of the things he says is like the skin, the 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 fact that people are using creams to lighten their skin, and the fact that they're straightening their hair and feathering their hair to try and get these white hairstyles. Well, yeah, he's like the, those are all symbols of oppression. So I think it's interesting that Dorinda has that, and in a lot of ways, like she lives in the opulent mansion, right? And other than her language, the like street tough language. She dresses the same mm-hmm. way that some of the other white characters dress too. Like when we see one of Gators, um, because of Arrested Development, I want to say one of Gators bitches. <laughs> but um, when we see one of uh, Gators hoes earlier covering for him, dude, it's I know we're, t- we're talking know, we're, in a pimp, we're in a pimp movie. You can't know, not, you, you got to use the vernacular of I the know. pimp movie, Carl. 
So we see her covering for him, and her outfit is almost identical to Dorinda's outfit later in the film. And I think what is being pointed to here is once you become, uh, once you, once you like start going, like looking into capitalism, once you turn your back on your your race, which is where this is a legitimate discussion in black exploitation. Oh yeah, kind absolutely. Of, kind of cel- part of the whole genre, right? It's cel- it celebrates the the like the unity of the community the mac is a great movie. yeah we'll i can't wait to get into the mac yeah, mac, yeah. But like you know in a way dorinda has turned her back on on that on the inherent blackness of the rest of the community mm-hmm. because one like she's become a a certain type of pimp which scatman crothers talks about he's like they don't make them like they don't they make used the to. used to right and because a lot of the new ones are highly predatory yeah very violent not so much focused on business not so much focused on um what is it we they say something like we stable bitches we don't make bodies or something like right that later, yeah where they're like our- where the old pimp the original like the, not the original but the old pimps were more caring or they they're more of the business set. they weren't as as violent they yeah but they still their, have that they still edge, have like that edge absolutely Crothers, yeah scatman crothers still at one the point bitches, says to like no. a 50 year old woman he's like get on out of here and get back to work bitch yeah and she she goes yes daddy and she leaves yeah that's that's another reason by the way we're not gonna be able to avoid it because we're gonna do the mac and the mac is harsh yeah. he is a hard-handed pimp by the end of that fucking movie but that is another thing that because uh, I've watched I love black exploitation films so my wife my hyper feminist wife Bird has watched them with me mm-hmm. and that is one of the things where she's like she's like I get it she gets she understands that this is what the genre is but it doesn't make it any easier no, sure to watch doesn't. someone like slap a woman no or be like you know like I have immediate reaction yeah there's a there's a bit there's I mean Truck Turner punches a woman out which just both times he hurts women in the movie it's totally justified, but it doesn't make it any less like, oh, oh he's punched a fucking woman in the face. I mean, yeah, that, that seems really weird. But um, so I don't know, like it's it's for me, it's kind of like the Wild West versus the town. And for me, the town here, like, you know, the town in Liberty Valance, we talked about it is Shinbone like dead yep. and sterile, but early Shinbone's wild and crazy. But no one's really getting hurt and everyone seems alive. I think Truck Turner and his world are like there's like a there's a a living like fluidity to the world. They're they're of it. There is violence. There is for me. Right. It's not becoming civilized. It's becoming like greedy and forgetting about your family. Yeah. It's capital, uh, capitalism. Not capitalism. Is the I was wrong thinking word. capitalism, but that isn't that isn't right. It isn't That's the, not right the right word. word. It's it is it's like once you become money focused. Like there's yeah. a there's an extended scene. Where Dorinda sits all the pimps down and she's like, I want you to kill Truck Turner because Truck Turner's killed Gator, who was her like partner kind of. Right. Because I was expecting Gator to be around for a lot longer. He isn't. He isn't. He gets dropped early as fuck. And there's a car chase, a bar brawl. And then, yeah, (laughs) it's such it's it's so perfect. But like, I think a big chunk of like, if you look at the runtime of this movie, a lot of it is car chases and gunfights. Yeah, It's it's like 90 minutes comes in like an hour and a half. I love it. It's exactly what you want. But yeah, she sits them down and there's and they're all like, this isn't what we do. And the, we don't put hits out on people. Mm, this and is another, a, we prostitute women. Right. And another guy, a different guy says, I'm prepared to offer you a quarter million dollars for your stake. You know, like I'll buy you out yep. for a bunch of money, like a big old bunch of money. And then, yeah. And then he says that another guy's like, this isn't what we do. Another, uh, there's a great, I think it's Yafet Koto's line. He says, um, 
Dorinda, you're pissing standing up and you're going to get a lot of people wet. Yeah, that, so, that is the effect. Which is says one that. of the most misogynist lines ever. <laughs> I actually wrote down they don't make pimps like they used to. That's funny. But, um, you know, like that's that's one of the lines. They're all saying like, basically, like you are out of line. This is not what pimps do. You're being greedy. And she to give you an idea of how far her commodification of women has gone. Which is crazy to see a woman doing this to other women, but it's also important. She trots them all out and knows the figures of what they make in a year. This is yeah, this you know, is twenty two thousand like, dollars a year. Yeah, she does it in order this, of the least money to, to most. the She's most. She's like this one, Susan. She made twenty two seven last year. She's a sweet piece of Oriental meat. Sweet piece of Oriental meat. There's another moment earlier where uh, it's a uh, white girl, and mm-hmm. she comes by and she goes, "She's good for twenty seven five. Show them how, bitch." Yep. And the girl opens her mouth like a horse. Yeah. She makes her money. Show me your teeth. Oral sex or whatever. But Fuck like, me. like, come on, like show them how you do a bitch. Yep. Like just the, the casual, it's an awesome performance. Mm-hmm. You really, really end up hating her. But like, it, there's so little humanity in how she treats these girls. They're commodity. Yeah. She tries to And soft. the fact that it's a woman makes it that, makes much, it that more much more uncomfortable. Yeah, I think or so. Difficult. Because if it's a man doing that same sort of hoe train, which is what it is. That's yes. the That's whole the term. Train. Yeah. Um, you're immediately offended because it's, a, I mean, you feel like, fuck you, you're pimping. You misogynist. You, you, it's but a, then look, it's when, the it's, when it's Nichelle Nichols doing it, holy fuck. It's yeah. like a whole other. And if she had, if she had. It's like black slave traders. Yes. If she had performance wise quailed away from it at all, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. Would not have worked, but she, she didn't. Completely, she completely commits. In her in her performance, and it is, she's so good. She's she's so she is good. the best thing in this. It, acting she is the wise, best yeah. performance in this movie. Yeah, which is you know you don't always want great performances in exploitation. No, films. you don't. But I think it works. It does work when it works. It fucking works. This she is a standout. There's a lot of moments she has that. So is Jeff Koto too. He's Jeff no really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Um, we'll get to uh, uh, eventually. We'll get to his death scene, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. Yes, it's it is. There's, I have notes for. Oh my god, that All is right. an amazing. Anyway, so before. I mean, I wanted to say that quote, but I can't. Uh, um, I have a, I have the, I have a quote. Uh, speaking of Affet Koto, after they're having that, um, the like the whole train moment, and they're trying to decide whether or not to put out the hit. She basically offers. She says, "You just watched two hundred and fifty dollars worth of, or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of pussy walking in front yep. of you, and whoever brings me a, she says, a bucket of blood. A bucket of blood. Yep. She says, whoever you know, whoever kills Turner gets my stable." Meaning gets, gets these those women. Girls. Those girls and get And she just added. wants a cut. She wants a cut 50%. and she wants to run the stable. Yeah. So she's going to get a cut of the take and in, in return she'll basically run, run, yeah. run those girls. And I think it's immediately after that scene when Yafet's like, uh, fuck this, this isn't what we do, but he ends up doing it anyway. Uh, he says, um, he says, angles. Um, oh my God, what is it? Push button receiver. He says, Oh, um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go be the father of some orphans. I have that note as well. Um, that is, oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Because uh, you know, I'm gonna the the fact that he's that's way later in the movie. Yeah. Oh, it but is. The, Sorry. The, no, it's fine. This the the fact that he says that is one. He's saying like you know because she's been claiming we're a family we're a family yep. and she's like well you're going to get killed and all these other pimps are going to get killed mm-hmm. and part of you know how that you know you're going to have all these these 
hose without a pimp and he's like i'm gonna be a father to some orphans i'm gonna get your get your i'll get your yeah i'll get your stable anyway because you're gonna die in this foolish you know quixotic joust for truck turner who's a bad motherfucker yep everyone that's tried has failed and And is now six feet under yeah Yeah. which (laughs) i don't know why he still has his gun permit but whatever (laughs) the trail of (laughs) never even once went to court no citations nothing never even questioned is the county clerk normally inside uh the courthouse while court is in session no that was weird. That was kind of weird. The but judge telling him to hush up because the county clerk is inside. We don't have time to do two separate scenes. Put, put, him, in put him in the same courthouse. So, um, yeah, but the, there's the other note on that. I'm about to be a father to some orphans. That is kind of how pimps get their girls yeah. in a lot of ways, which is, again, a, a this movie occasionally hits you with like a surprising amount yeah. of depth. Yep, because and that was that was the moment. That's one of the moments. One of the moments, yes. Yeah, where it's like it's like the oh yeah, sometimes like these these girls who are out on the streets, these guys step in, they become a romantic entanglement and then transform themselves into a father figure and then they've got you. Yep. You know? And that's like holy shit. Like that 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 line is killer. Yeah. But that's all after Gator dies, and we that gotta we Gator gotta go dies. through Sorry. Gator through to Gator's death because it's fucking awesome. Gator. It starts with a phone call. It's well, I was gonna start with the car chase. All right, fair enough. That goddamn oh, car yes, chase, yeah. dude. That, it's so great. This is my wife's car, you know. It's like, a brand new car. Brand new, yeah. So he's Gator takes off. They take off after him, and then Gator hits everything. <laughs> he hits a, a homeless <laughs> Jewish guy's shopping cart and full, it's of, full bagels. of bagels. So he, <laughs> He hits. I wrote it down. I said, "I said car hits bagels, flowers, trash cans, fire bin, ash cans, car, car, car." So he hits. He hits these bagels. Literally, it's bagels flying off the hood, and truck whips around the corner. We get the squealing tires, and you're like, "Oh my god, he hit the bagels. That's fucked up." Okay, well that's probably. Oh no. Oh, he hit the flowers too, and he hits a flower like trolley. Yes. And it's so similar to the way that you hit the bagels. You're like. That was really soon after he hit the bagels yes. that he hit the flowers in the same way. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Interesting. And then he turns into a lot and nails a garbage can full of ashes, an ash can. And you're like, he's a shit driver. He just can't drive for he shit. He can't drive for shit. He didn't have time to put his contact lenses in. Oh my in. God. He just, because he's, the car, and the car is falling the fuck apart. The door falls off and slides oh next to him. God. Holy the fuck, The suicide dude. door moment is yep. my favorite thing ever. But So he hits... He hits uh, a car, then he hits another car. (laughs) So, and then he hits, he backs, after hitting the second car, he backs into a third car and his like doors are flying off. And one of them is a suicide door, which is going to be like the coolest effect in a moment. But I noted at this point, this is one of, this is one of the things you see in exploitation films, which is car crashes car chases and crashes for the thrill of the crunch is how I wrote it down, which is like. Maybe. It's like why people go to demolition derbies. Yeah. It's that like, like there's a lot of moments in here that are not necessary, but they pack in another shattering glass plane or. And this is another thing about it is because this is in the seventies. These are when cars were still like heavy. Yeah. There wasn't as much like, uh, like cheap fucking like cheap cars that tear apart easy these are like solid fucking cars and when they run into each other 
It's they loud. fucking crunch. And they yeah, and they yeah. crunch and crumble and keep running. But they keep going because but, they're like tanks. Like it's this so satisfying. This car the reason there's two types of amazing, amazing car chase. One is the born identity. Yeah. Where you or have Ronin. Or yeah, where you have or the Italian job. Yeah. Where you have like really high level driving. Skilled. Super, super tight. And well shot, very fast, tight. Yeah, exactly. Tight. Or you've got the Dukes of Hazard, mm-hmm. which is jump, like air. Oh my god, a car in the air. How fucking crazy. And air, then, like vehicle acrobatics almost. Then you have the other one, which is cars just hitting shit everything everything and you love it because you're like oh another crash yeah another crash it gets you going on a primal level so the next thing we see is the car um hits it's suicide the suicide door is a door that opens think of a car door in your head it opens the opposite direction yeah it hits a post and the glass pain shatters like a grenade and the door like bends in half it's one of the most like gratifying bits of car destruction so I've ever great that i mean i was so happy seeing and, that car slides down the street next to him too and improbably it there happens to be next to this fence a fire hydrant which it runs over yep. as well so it crashes into a fire hydrant water spraying the suicide door explodes it's this beautiful and yeah truck truck has now is now drifting around the corner behind him and then we get this other awesome moment which is gator's car's too fucked up he realizes so he bails out <laughs> right there's a chase yeah so he's Foot like chase. he's like i'm done i'm rolling out of this car they're and, in really good cardio shape by the way they yeah. run a lot what about the bit where the whole earth explodes the car is rolling the car's rolling oh, towards fuck. an embankment the, Just the at like trunk explodes five miles an hour, yeah. yeah, and it like goes over the embankment a little bit, a two like foot embankment. Yeah, the it's a barely an embankment. Yeah. <laughs> like the wheels go over like just a little and then the whole embankment like explodes yes. it's a clear it's a charge yeah that's how you flip cars in movies is you put a charge in a wheel well the bomb goes off and it throws the car into the air this one it's just like what if but, we what, what if, if we, we put a bunch of explosives at the top of that embankment like well oh like where the car is no like the whole the whole thing because <laughs> There's explosions like a good 10 feet to either side of the car. Yeah. You're like, what just <laughs> what happened? happened? It doesn't even matter. You know what matters is there was a big old explosion it's, on this. I was laughing my ass off because of that. And the fact that the embankment was like a foot and a half. It wasn't like it went off a cliff. If they didn't John Wick it. exploded. Yeah. It was like kind of a ditch it, it like went over but then explode like 10 explosion like 10 barrels of gasoline a, just got lit on it's from. fucking awesome it is i wrote down i love this chase scene and then i wrote yes. another note under it and how much of it there is there's so much of it, it the chase scene just keeps going yeah because then they're like all right now they're gotta, on foot let's chase them on they chase them on foot into like a water treatment plant yeah. or sewer treatment plant a oh, beautiful wide shot. Beautiful yeah, the, wide the, shot. Running, uh, yeah, yeah it's through amazing. the water. So they're like hoofing, 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 and then you get this awesome like the Benny Hill moment where he he goes downstairs and hides, and truck and the other guy like yeah, they run past him, him. Yep. and then he runs back out, but oh, truck get back onto him. Oh, but we're gonna go up the stairs, and he went the other way. And he steals their car. He steals their car, which is bad because remember, this is Truck's partner's, truck's partner's wife's, wife's new, car. new car. So he takes off and I'm like, okay, the, the chase is over. 
No, they carjack they a guy. They carjack a guy. I was like, you, I'm so, a, a bounty hunter cannot, number one, requisition a vehicle. Two, you're just sticking this motherfucker up. He's, you, he said, I will blow your fucking hat off. You know what You know what? bounty hunters also can't do is hang out at the top of a car and fire guns mm, while driving in, in a residential public? area. No, That's can't do that highly either. highly illegal. What did I say earlier about trigger... Um, trigger control. Trigger control. Just so, shooting off, yeah, just whatever. His partner's just like in, through the sunroof, just shooting at a car in the downtown New yeah, York. Yeah, busy like, downtown New York. You're like, I'm pretty sure there's what some you're dead doing. Kid. There's some dead kids you, There's right collateral now. damage. Yep. You shot an old lady. Yep. You shot a bagel seller. <laughs> shot a flower guy. Bagel seller. <laughs> so, okay, so they, they get in this dude's truck and his partner... Truck's partner, whose name I cannot remember, stuffs a little like Colt police special, yeah, like the, the detective the, special, yeah, like a thirty-eight, like a, 38. Like a tiny little snub nose revolver in the dude's like next to the dude's head. That actor, by the way, has really good pistol control. You'll note, like a lot of times in movies, uh, uh, stunt coordinators will run you through it, or like the um, the guy who's basically in charge of the guns. There's mm-hmm. a name for him, I can't remember. The quartermaster. No oh, quartermaster, yeah. So they'll when they run you through guns, if you watch really carefully in movies. Because of accidents like what happened with Brandon Lee, um, even with prop guns, they will shoot from the side, and what the actor does is aim slightly off center. So you're never actually you're never it actually at pointing a gun at somebody because a blank shoots a projectile. Still, it's a little paper wad, but if you're up close and you get hit with that paper wad, it can penetrate. It'll fuck you up. People, yeah, there's people who have shot themselves in the side of the head with blanks before, and it kills you. That's a big, that's a lot. It's uh, twice to three times the amount of gunpowder of a normal charge. Right, it's a heavy load, yeah. Right, so that you get the flash. Yep. And the big loud bang. So part of what you do, part of what like a lot of action movies you see it, is they'll hold the gun slightly off center and you because they're shooting from the side, from profile, you cannot tell. So the only way you can tell is like if they're doing it too much and you can sometimes spot it. And the other thing you'll notice is that in a lot of movies where someone's being held hostage and they have a gun to their head, You'll notice it's kind of weird. The pit, the the muzzle is never flat against that person's head. It's always angled. Angled really harshly too. Like it, the, it, Truck Turner is a great example. He's got the barrel next to the dude's head, but it's above his temple, and it's at a very, very, very extreme angle. It's like almost ninety degrees, like towards. So the, if it were to discharge, it would. Go off. It, would yeah. it might hurt him, but it wouldn't kill him. Yep. If it was flat against his head, it would. Just the charge would punch into his brain and kill him. Just yep. the gunpowder, not even talking about the wadding. The wad, yeah. So that's that actor. I to give props where props are due. That is really, really good muzzle control to keep it angled like that. The flash will still like burn you, you or whatever. You probably but, have some some hearing loss, but, but it's you're not going to yeah. punch into your brain. Yeah. So I really liked that. And then of course there's the hilarious moment where, you know, he's got the 38 pressed against the guy's head and truck Turner takes out the <laughs> biggest fucking gun you've ever seen. It's funny cause it's not the cali- It's a 357. So it's not it's even just, as big as dirty Harry's gun. Oh, uh, dirty Harry's gun was a 357 Magnum. 44. Was it? It was a 44 Magnum. Oh, the biggest hand. Oh, it's a 44. Yeah. 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 So truck Turner has a 357, but it's got a six inch barrel on it and it in Isaac Hayes' hands it looks big and that means that gun is gigantic it's a Colt Python and it's a big ass gun but he pulls it out and it's like it reaches across the whole cab to touch the dude's head and you're like holy (laughs) Holy shit shit." that's a big fucking gun and he's like well blow your fucking head off and they go from that to like if you catch this guy you're gonna be famous he's like front page and they're like yeah front page he's like like, right, cool and they still have about this stuff where I just stuck you up (laughs) they still have two guns to his head and he's like yeah I'll catch you for sure he's like he's into it all of a sudden so the guys gator gator jumps out of the car after the like radiator gets shot 
And they're like, well, w- w- let's chase him. And we get that Pulp Fiction moment, which mm-hmm. I'm wondering how much of this. There's a lot. I mean, like Tarantino's- when Marcellus, Wa- the Marcellus Wallace chase yep. into the pawn shop. There's some shots that mm-hmm. are pretty similar. I wonder. Well, uh, Quentin Tarantino seen every. That's grindhouse. how he became. Yeah. So who they he is. they get into the bar. And Gator pulls out a huge fucking wad of money. He's just like, I got a $50 bill for everybody who stops these nincompoops. Yeah, nincompoops from, coming in. Two, two nincompoops coming in. <laughs> you, you stop them, you know, like, and he's like, and when he goes out the back door, he's like, he's like, and for 50 bucks, I want blood. Send those nincompoops to the hospital. And you're like, you're like, shit, that's, that's pretty harsh. So you know that truck As soon as they partner, walk in, they're going to get a whole We're about to roadhouse this yes. motherfucker. And they do, and it's one of the coolest bar fights I've it's ever fantastic. seen. fantastic. I mean, because they're going. There's not pulled pump. People are getting thrown. People are getting hit. Yeah. People are getting sweat and blood all over oh them. Oh, my God. There's so many moments. The, the pool ball in the mouth. Yes. That's like he... Stuff's a fucking billiard ball I wrote down, in a dude's mouth I wrote down truck and you know that it's a real pool ball too <laughs> well I watched it because I I thought I saw what I thought I saw oh is it squishy no he fake he fake picks one up he doesn't pick no up no way yeah we got we got David Copperfield oh it's beautifully done did it is gorgeous because I, I it was an accident that I saw it too because I played it but bird got up to get a drink so I rewound and if you rewind on the PS4 it goes in slow motion yeah. backwards and I watched his hand come away and do the grippy motion and there's nothing in it and he goes down to the to the pool table. Holy shit. I will say though, yeah, if I hadn't done that, I never would have known. It looks like My he, brain tells me there's It I looks could, it was like an eight ball. Uh-uh. It looks like he picks up a ball, but he doesn't. And then he Our stuffs brains it. are weird. It, they are. And you know what? That for me, there's there's another moment of sleight of hand in another movie. Um in the new Evil Dead remake when he pulls the needle out of his eye. Mm. You seen the remake? Mm-mm. Oh God, Carl! I know, I know, Sorry, I, know. I spoiled okay. one of the gross parts for you. But when he he pulls a syringe needle out of his eye, and the way that he did it in real life is he's a he was an amateur magician. They spirit gummed one end of a needle to his eye, and then he covered it with his pointer finger, and he oh. pulled. And when he got to the end of the so needle, exposing more of the needle, exposing from more of the needle that was fin- hidden behind his, his finger. And when he got to the end, he just pinched, and it pulled the spirit gum off. So you get that gross like a little pulling, a little pulling on the skin. And that's how they did it. It's genius. It looks like you're like, oh, they must have built a dummy and pulled it. No, no it was it's just, just a one of piece hand. of spirit gum and sleight of hand. And it, it, Brilliant. it convinces you so much you want to throw up in yep. your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So the truck, the truck turner pool ball thing is I was like, well, fucking done. I never would have caught it if Bird hadn't gotten up for snacks. But I'm like, shit, look at that. It looks real. It looks the way like, that that guy, no. mi- yeah, that, the way that guy mimes like having a pool ball jammed in his mouth. I believed the, it. I saw it. I saw the pool ball so in I. his mouth. So did I. I thought it was the cue ball. I thought it was yeah, the white one. Funny because I thought it was. You the thought eight it was ball. the eight ball, but I saw it in my head, man. They're getting stabbed with a banana. That's what it Fucking is. Fucking getting stabbed with a banana. Fucking getting stabbed with a banana. Isn't that wild? Anyway, um, other great. I wrote down. Fuck! I'm just staring at you like disbelief <laughs> right now. <laughs> I wrote down. Truck Turner brings a bitch slap to a bar fight because yes, damn does he bitch slap a he bitch slaps a fucking load of these back, people. That backhand is <laughs> it's amazing. Oh the the sound effect they get for the bitch slap too. It's like the most de- like derisive <laughs> like <laughs> thwack. Yeah, the thwack is so like it's it's some the sound itself is somehow emasculating. Yes, because like this guy breaks the thing over truck and truck stands up and bitch slaps. And yeah. It's like the opener to the bar fight. And he goes. Quick, 
and it's like and the guy like hits the ground and you're like oh shit he just bitch slapped that dude it's so like derisive <laughs> i swear to god it's it's amazing and he does it again later with that guy who comes from the back he punches him in the face with a gun which is like why was that's horrible <laughs> He punches him in the face with a gun and then he like just like gets one last bitch slap in yeah, before just he leaves. One more. Don't make me show you there my knuckles. Are, there are other great moments in the bar fight. The uh I wrote down later, I'm like I wrote down somebody got a discount on candy glass before this movie. Oh was my made. god, seriously, there's just, so much broken glass in this oh movie. Oh my god, plate glass. But they windows. didn't break the pinball machine. They didn't. Pinball machines is expensive. Mm-hmm. But uh he grabs a bottle truck like leans over the bar and grabs a bottle and smashes it on the guy's head and it's candy glass as fuck oh yeah like it just totally is but there's something about how how isaac hayes puts himself into the choreography like you know when you like there's a weight to it yeah like sometimes in old action movies old chuck norris action movies or Mm. you know like someone will throw a punch and you do you know you do the Hollywood punch where you punch in front of them and they turn yep. their head and you get you that sell it. you get the yeah. unconvincing head turn where you're like oh I took a punch but it feels like no you turned your head and a guy swung his hand right the choreography in this bar fight in particular but in this whole movie in general but that bar fight in particular Isaac Hayes looks like he just took a shot yeah and the stunt people who get like brutalized Mangled, by him, they look like they're getting they look like they're getting over. fucked yep. up yeah and later I mean a bunch of people get literally bodily hurled into walls and stuff and mm-hmm. you're like you probably just did that yeah he's got Damn. a couple of broken ribs it's it's awesome, man. And then, you know, we we tag up with, you know, oh, if I'd have known that was Chuck Turner, I'd ask for a lot more than 50 bucks. Exactly. But, uh, you know, they've, they've lost him at this point. Yeah. And we get the, the buddy bit. And then, then we go to, that's when we go to Scatman Crothers, like, weird southern plantation where mm-hmm. he's just, like, pimp in retirement. And, he, has, and he, he gives him up, right? Or, like, makes a call or something. He, how, I forget how they track. He points him to a drug dealer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's like, I heard this guy works because he's with a good. He, yeah, because like he's doing really a lot of smack and shit. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine. Yeah, Gator's really doing a lot of coke, like really hardcore. Which is interesting because eventually in the 1980s and 90s, the Clintons would in, introduce um, specific legislation making uh, crack cocaine have mandatory minimum sentences while powdered cocaine did not because whites favored powdered cocaine over and the crack was the drug of the ghettos. Well, there's, that's a whole conversation there about it the is, drug war, which we won't get into, nope. but I want people to know like that is a legitimate thing. Like cocaine has always been a drug present in America. Crack cocaine is specifically in a lot in the minds of a lot of people, a black drug. So I, I I know there's nothing going on here because this is 74 before the yeah. big crack, academic, crack, crack epidemic okay, yep. hits. But uh, yeah, one of the and that that's also one of the like shows of that Gator's gone too far or that he's gone off the deep end is he's doing blow now. Yeah, and all the other guys like everyone has a drink. Um, Scatman Crothers is drinking creme de menthe. Yeah, creme de yeah, I noticed creme that de menthe too. neat in a like a little in a little uh, like a cordial um, glass. Cordial glass. Yeah. I was like. That looks nice. <laughs> I would. I'm gonna do that later today. <laughs> Drink my little, mm-hmm. a little, a little cordial. Um, so they go to the drug dealer's place, boot the door. This is a question I have about door kicks because mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of Hawaii Five O when I get home from work late. And it's what's bird. It's what bird is watching. So I'm watching the new Hawaii Five O like an episode a night while I fall asleep on the couch. And they do this thing with the door kick. Yeah, where they kick backwards. 
you know, you stand to the side of the door. Yeah. And then you swing your leg and kick the door from behind. And it seems like the worst way to deliver force to the door. I do understand that if you do that, you don't have to stand in front of the door. Makes sense, right. Which if there's someone behind the door and they fire, you know, your whole You're body's there. there. Yeah. But that whole like backwards door kick thing just doesn't make sense to me. It'd be like more like a mule kick then, right? Like you Yeah, but how much force could you possibly generate with that bullshit kick? I don't know. I don't know. They do it in the movie. Um, they that's how they kick into the guy's place. That's and right. The, the drug dealer thing. Who fucking cares? He got a Jimi Hendrix poster. That's fun. And then they hang him out the window. Yes. And that is awesome. When they hang him out the window, the cinematography. Like really? Yeah. He, you feel like he's 10, 15 stories up. He's probably just. Uh, I think he's probably like five, six. Yeah. Because you can see the ground pretty distinctly. But like, they hang him out the window and they shoot from the side. And Bird's like, "How do they do that?" I'm like, "Well, you can't see his legs. He's standing on something." Yep. But then they they uh, Yakitomi tower us and shoot from the top down, and you see his legs like swinging around, and you see the fucking ground down there, and yeah. it's not you can tell from moving this from seventy four like there's there's not green screen. I don't happening. think he has like a safety wire that they've. I think they strapped him to the building. Probably did that. But there's yeah. no net. No nothing. There's just Isaac Hayes like one hand holding this dude, and he's probably got like the smallest like chest harness you've ever seen like bolted to the something somewhere in the room somehow they just somehow yeah. they fixed oh him to the God. building because if they didn't they got him the tied up there with bed sheets ever yeah fucking seen it's we're just gonna hang you out of a window maybe i don't the uh isaac hayes is pretty strong I he's was got in, you do you see how big isaac hayes is we don't need any he's got you. isaac hayes come over here <laughs> they just use his full name all the time <laughs> just isaac hayes Isaac Hayes, come over here. Show this guy how strong you are. And he just lifted just him with picks one him up, hand. Yeah. And he was like, all right, I'll let him hold me. I trust you completely. I can pl- I give you. Can I, hold him like a baby. is in my hands. <laughs> and I feel safe. Let me coddle you. Safe with you, Isaac Hayes. He's giant. If I any, would feel safe with Isaac Hayes. You know, if I was being dangled out a window and I couldn't have a safety device, 1974 era Isaac Hayes is my pick to hold me up. Not now, because now he's probably like 99 he's years old. old. Or he's dead, maybe. No. I don't know. Is he? Let's not look it up. I'm not. I don't want to look it up. It's I don't want to ruin. All right. So they get the drug dealer guy out the window. It's out the window shit. It's fun. This is this is why I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I do. I conceptually understand why people um, sometimes have a problem with black exploitation films and why they make them uncomfortable. But get over it. These movies yeah, are they're fucking a lot of, awesome. This is an hour and a half of just fun. Right. They're they're hanging a drug dealer out the window by one hand and to like to find a pimp named Gator who has a coke problem. Right. The pimp named Gator who, who like they've just been on the most wacky car chase you've ever seen. They hit a cart full of fucking bagels. bagels. Like no don't if you're offended by this like you need to re <laughs> you yeah, need right. to like reexamine <laughs> your life. This is just too much fun to be offensive. Um so they get to the place Gator's gonna die very shortly here, but before Gator dies, they just break all the glass that they have. All of the glass. They kick. A truck kicks a guy through the phone booth, so he shatters out the back, and then he runs and he meets a guy who is incongruously carrying one of those like round the water cooler cooler jugs of water, water. like a 20 gallon jug of water. He's just walking down the street with it and he goes, call the cops. And the guy goes, why? And truck pulls his gun out and the guy screams like a, like a, (laughs) like a, the Culligan man. Yeah. He's like, ah, and he drops the thing and it shatters on the ground, like within seconds of kicking the dude through the phone booth. And I'm like, 
Why, why? did we do that? Dude, oh, I know why. Because they had a big glass jug of water. And Full like, of water. What yeah, if they we wa- shattered it? Yep. It, That's going to look great. It's going to sound well, you great. You know what it is? It's one, it's one more thing. It's one more crash yep. to like thrill the audience. Yep. So then they get up to the house and they're like, let's shoot the windows out. And they shoot the windows out. Truck spins, like gets on top of the garage somehow. Yeah, that's weird. He's on like the like a shed. He like gets on top of a shed and has the best line in the movie. Freeze, pimp. And <laughs> Gator <laughs> and Gator freezes. He does. And turns and he just doesn't have a gun, but he does have a gun in his waistband. He pulls it. Truck fucking shoots him with his giant ass gun. Um then Truck's partner shoots the guy a couple times. Then we get the grossest boobs I've ever seen. Yeah, I was not expecting the nasty white girl boobs. I was neither expecting that, but yeah. It was like she came out of, like, um, spit on your grave or something. I spit on your grave? Yeah. She, yeah, so like the the white hoe, Gator's white hoe, second white hoe, or did we meet her earlier? I think I it know. might be the white lady we met earlier. Oh, was it? Could she looked been. real rough. Yeah. No, wait. The we didn't know because we met Ahura first. That was the first of Gator's hoes we met, but it was actually oh. his partner. So this is the first of Gator's white hoes that we've met, and she comes running out just with the worst <laughs> boobs you've ever seen. I feel bad saying it, but they're I do not, too. They're scary. They're like if the crypt keeper had boobs. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, bird, bird. Uh, I always use bird to like back up points. Yeah, that, like, could <laughs> seem vaguely misogynistic, but bird also noted she's. I again because I sit there quietly like and then she says it and yeah you know like my my impulse is to say something like what a lovely pair of breasts that young woman has (laughs) you know or what something polite and then bird was like she's got nasty I was like there (laughs) there you go they aren't good I'm validated yeah thank you so she stabs truck's partner with scissors yeah in the shoulder and the way that they slow the footage down and like warp the sound you're like she cut his head off yep she She just stabbed his whole spine to pieces he's dead as fuck and then she like takes three steps and truck uh, catches up with her and punches her in the face. And you're like, oh, OK, <laughs> I guess I guess we're doing this. All right. I just punches her right in the mouth. <laughs> he punches her in the mouth so hard that her face is covered, <laughs> covered in, blood. in blood. And you're like, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> he just exploded her entire mouth. <laughs> a lot of times when you do the like you have to have a male character hit a woman it'll be like she has like the tiniest trickle of blood or like a little <laughs> bruise put a Dude, whole, like... it's like her her like <laughs> like her, her tongue like she bit her tongue off <laughs> she bit her tongue off or like her while soft palate a, exploded while eating a jar of ketchup <laughs> it's fucked up dude she's covered in blood you're like Jesus truck Fuck. I know he, she just stabbed <laughs> your partner I, I mean he's got stabbed but like I'm pretty sure you're paralyzed <laughs> I think she's not gonna walk ever again she's in a coma now and she can't <laughs> smell or taste food I'm not sure she's not dead. She might actually, the way she hit the ground and the blood came out of her mouth. Her so fucking hard. She reverted back to her childhood. Oh my god. Punching girls is funny. Uh, if you guys are offended by that, buckle up for the buckle Mac. Buckle up, motherfuckers. Oh, the Mac is... Oh. Don't be an income poop. No. Jesus. This. Um, so uh, I have a really stupid note. Literal income poop. I said, um, <laughs> Gator got uh. shot. Looks like he needs some Gatorade. 
<laughs> oh, Carl. <laughs> oh, no, Carl. Oh, thank you. Oh, you so bad. Um, so in the aftermath, they basically steal all... This is another interesting, like, uh, black exploitation moment. Mm-hmm. The guy who hired him, white guy, they talk him up from $250 a piece to $1,000 a piece. Oh, the guy from Gremlins. Yes. Right. Yes. Who calls him income poops. Yes. When they're in the, the court. Room. They might be, that might be Dick Miller. That is. That's, uh, that's Dick Miller. Yeah. That's the guy. He's also in Terminator. Um, so, no, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. But anyway, um, they get up to this dude and they're like, give us your money, basically. Think about it. Two black dudes like flank him and they're like, all right, give us our money. He's like, I'll write you a check. And he's like, I'm not wanting no, no check from you. He pulls out a wad of bills and he's like, and add $100 for expenses or yep. whatever. And they, truck snatches the money out of his hands takes all of whatever money that is and gives him one bill back and they leave i think that's another moment of like subtle in in the movie that's like way over the top that's like another moment of like weird subtle role reversal or subtle empowerment or we're not even so subtle blatant blatant yeah Yeah, it's like (laughs) which is fantastic and again because this guy has the movie makes clear that he has like some racism in him because the first time we meet him, he he's like he refers to Gator. He's like they're like a thousand dollars. He's like for one nincompoop, and he's, yeah. they're like ah, oh, you said yeah, it. You said it. So now it's a thousand dollars a piece, and we're probably gonna rob you later. Yep, exactly. Um, so then we get the scene where Truck and his partner are just chilling in the bar on the day that Truck's girlfriend gets out of jail. Which maybe this isn't so good, but the cinematography of that bar scene is awesome. There's a slow circular pan around the two of them yeah and it's so subtle and just shows you like what what happens is like gradually you see you move around truck's partner to truck and you see truck's hands and like the size of his hands on the bar and but the like the listless posture they're in the lighting is beautiful it's just a really visually well executed scene Mm -hmm. and as a film lover i had to take a moment to be like like and it that. works really well in the moment that it lives in after the the chase after the you yeah. know the partner getting stabbed and it's, it's a really cool moment of the two of them and in the bar and it a, switches to a shallow depth of field too mm-hmm. which is like the the now universal like hollywood lens effect for like an intimate scene right because we're looking at our subject and the background's not important whereas when you shoot an action scene you shoot everything everything right right and you right, fill right. the frame with all your bagels Bagels and flowers, yeah. Yes. And uh, glass to break. <clears throat> um, so then he picks up his girl, and she's pissed. She's not very happy. No. And he's like, she's like, can't you even say I love you? And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I smell it. She's like, I know you love me. I smell it on your breath. And she's, you're like, oh, okay. And she goes, she has an awesome line where she's basically like, you want to, he brings beer. And he's like, you want to. I brought beer. You want to get drunk and fuck me. And that's all. And he goes, I, we could get something to eat first and he buys her kentucky fried chicken so you're like this is that thing oh it didn't take her out to dinner they went to kfc to go yeah so, so we can get back to the house the note that i have actually is let her eat her goddamn colonel's chicken really i have a different note I have that is sultry as fuck chicken eating eyes oh she was getting into that chicken too when she's there's a moment where she's like taken by the chicken and she looks at him those eyes you have never seen a more unusually sexual chicken wing 
until you've seen right. Killer Joe. Have you ever seen Killer Joe? Oh, no. Right, I have well, not. I okay. Killer Fair Joe. Enough. I'm not going to tell you anything about that Please, movie. No, let it be a surprise. Oh, my God. It, it is very exploitation film oeuvre, but also it's like modern, super dark comedy. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. So anyway, the the way that she eats that chicken wing while Isaac Hayes is singing a ballad in the score. That's with, the note that I have is how often in a... <laughs> How often in film do you have the same person singing the song in the score as the person is in the scene doing the thing that the guy in the score is singing about? Oh yeah, truck turning, he's badass, gonna get his woman, just wants to love it, just wanna kiss just her, want just wants you to love you. And it's him Hurry singing. He's, the, it's like, ah, it's, it's so like, meta. Yeah, it's like it's almost like a crime noir voiceover. Kind of, and kind of fourth wall breaking in a way. Yeah, he's narrating. But it like, is. It's like that noir narration. Like while she had the chicken wing, I could hardly keep my eyes off her. <laughs> her legs and the way she swallowed, the way the grease on her lips was percolating. Percolating. She was percolating. Mm-hmm. She was poured into that She's green po- dress, and all I could think of was what I wanted to pour her right back out of it into my bed and out of my life forever. To the bone. To the bone. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah. one of those moments where you're like, but that's Isaac Hayes, though. Right. And he's singing his thing. Bird had an interesting note last night, which is the the sex the sex scene happens off screen. Yeah, because this is not a sexploitation. Nope, film. it isn't. There's like no sex in this movie. There isn't that scene in that's... a in a movie that is all about the sex trade. There's no sex in it. Nope. You see, there's only one pair of boobs, right? Yep. And it's there's the, the the gross boobs. Well, unless you count Ahura's in that knockout outfit. But they're covered, outfit. though. That's true. But that's, I mean, there's not a whole lot left yeah. in the imagination. So the only pair of boobs you see are the gross ones. Yes. And and one and a half pairs of boobs. And one and a half you pairs of boobs. Gotta count Ahura's boobs. They're, they're, those are like <sighs> showstoppers. Yeah. It was amazing. That's and the it. sex happens off screen. And it's, I would like to point out that because in any other movie, fixating on like, man, her her tits were amazing. Those right. breasts were killer. Is like a can be a gross thing to do. Mm-hmm. But in this particular genre, you're safe because that's part of the that it's is part of the what, that is one of the elements that goes in that soup. Mm-hmm. So like in a sexploitation movie, if you watch a sexploitation movie and you're like, well, I didn't notice the breasts at all. No, I don't look at boobs. You are like, full of so much shit. <laughs> right, exactly. If you watch a sexploitation movie, it was movie, all boobs. Part of the critique, of, part of the critique of a, of that movie of a sexploitation film is like. Okay, so which one are the best tits? The tits were fucking killer. There's right. a movie called uh, shit. I always forget. But Bird and I watched a movie once, which was the most banal, idiotic, dumb bullshit movie ever, except for this one scene. Where a girl with like giant like the best boobs you've ever seen. I we 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 rate every movie we watch. I've shown you this. Oh before. yeah, the, I love that journal. The note is zero stars brackets best breasts ever bracket. <laughs> but there's a scene where she's like on an altar and she's being possessed and she's like thrashing around and they get every angle that you could ever <laughs> get. There's of no boobs. mystery to those boobs ever. Right. So like if you were like, well, I was um. When the woman took her clothes off, I was a gentleman and I didn't look at the breasts. I'm like the they reason hold on to them for like, the reason the breasts are in the movie is so the audience looks at them and goes, "God damn, what a great breasts. breasts! They're there for a reason. For all angles, Ahura's boobs are in this yeah. for a reason. 
And the reason is that they're fucking she, awesome. Her whole, she, her whole body is amazing. Yeah, Bird was looking at her legs a lot last yeah, night. And I was like, yeah. She is a very attractive so, woman. And, Sexy. And I'd like to point out that we've already established she's also the best performance in the yes. film. Yep. So, like, it, it's all there. And the reason it's good to get this out of the way because we're about to watch two more of these yes. and then a third movie that's nothing but women but in prison. Oh, yeah. And lesbian prison guards. Yeah. So that's coming. Yeah. It we're is. gonna have some kind. Com- so lot. <laughs> right. I know. So yeah, Oops, like words. This could be the Cage Sheet episode, which is like, well, the lighting was really good. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, Roger Corman he, is Rod, early. Let's element, talk about uh, a little bit about Roger Corman and the. I could smell the vaginas. <laughs> what? 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 Huh? This is—is is this what happens when you get too much coffee? In it you? is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was just quoting um, *Silence of the Lambs*. Oh yeah, I suppose yes, you were. And mm-hmm. this is a film podcast, so you were referencing a great exactly. Film. Okay. We will all collectively be Hannibal Lecter watching *Cage Deep*. It's po- entirely possible. Um, did you ever? Well, oh, as I can smell your cunt from here. That's the quote. Yeah, which is, and the way he says it. We're not talking about Sansa Lynch, no. but that's a fucked up moment in that movie because you're like, because he has this, like, oh, I'm. I'm but that wasn't Hannibal Lecter that said it. It was the other guy. It was that that I could hear him. What did he say to you? Because it was the other guy in the other cell. Is like I can smell your cunt from here, and then he ends up I thought, killing that I guy. Hannibal Lecter said he it. didn't. No. Because he gets upset at him for saying something. I heard him no, whispering to you. What did he say? He gets say? upset because the other guy in the other cell throws cum on her. Oh. When she le- he's masturbating when she comes right. by, and he saves his cum in his hand and throws, and throws it, it on out. Jodie right. Foster when she comes by, and Hannibal Lecter's like, I'm going to give you something because that was fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. I think in the book, and that, well, I'm not going to get into it, but I think, no, in, I think in the book, Hannibal Lecter says that to her. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um... Bird pointed out that in right after the off-screen sex scene, the first thing we see is the church, and there's that like big arch in the church, and it is the most vaginal architecture you've ever seen. Yeah. And under that is a huge archway <laughs> through which we see the beginning of the, they enter. the the pimp well the the pimp funeral. We see the cars driving through the archway, but like Bird was like Wow, look, it's three pieces of vagina architecture <laughs> right after the Stacked, sex scene we didn't yeah. watch. And I was like, that was remarkably like uh, astute of you. <laughs> good, good catch. Then my next note is just pimp funeral. Come on, man. Yeah. All the Come they're wearing on. they're wearing black, but it's all like strapped pieces of clothing. It's yeah. so cool, man. It's like all the pimps are there, all the hoes are there. Fur coats. Yep. They all tip out a little cocaine into Gator's casket yep. as like a like a <laughs> spill one out for your homies kind of deal. And you're like, I fucking love pimp funerals, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. I've never been to a pimp funeral, but now I feel like I want to. Neither have I. Yeah, I was like watching it. You're just like to be a fly on that wall right. <laughs> <laughs> like fur coats and killer killer rides and everyone's tipping out their coke and the the priest is trying so hard to be like to not look like right why are you fucking dumping coke in a casket he's, <laughs> just, he's doing his sentiments that's what we've come to um oh man so we already talked about the, the so what happens after this is the what we already talked about it earlier in the episode so we can skip past it to get to some of the other crazy shit that happens at the end but this is the point where she's like i want truck turner's blood yeah and uh you know kananga's like i'm gonna be about to be a father to some orphans so truck 
is like walking around with this girl. They got some groceries. He has no idea that there's a hit out on him. And one of the guys, two of the, or one, one of the pimps sees him coming. He's like, here he comes. And the, the other guy. That, like, oh the, shit. That's truck. Turner. That's truck Turner. You didn't tell me it was truck Turner. And I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but that dude just pieces the fuck. Yeah. Out. He's like, bye Felicia. Yeah. He's like, you're on, you're on your own, dude. This is truck yep. Turner. And this is the first time that truck, uh, he doesn't shoot him in the back. He shoots this guy square on. Yeah. So he, he gets in a gunfight, shoots the dude. The dude gets tagged and like Jesus Christ poses and like he's frozen and he's frozen. And then truck squares up. What an epic shot. When truck squares up with that big ass gun, man, like they use that weird. Um, it's like they shot with a wide really right, close. Really tight. So it creates like that like. Um, like forced perspective look mm-hmm. It's like surreal looking yeah. And then he fires that huge gun and the dude dies And we get to the um, Bird pointed out uh, Cause what we get after that Like the girl is like okay I'm you know uh, You know I'm okay with you like oh did you know those guys No I didn't okay and then they go to bed And they wake up and she goes what do you want for breakfast And he goes what do you think And then a cat jumps on the bed Symbolism. Come so, on. Come it's, it's on. There. It's a pussy cat jumps yes. on the bed. What do you want for breakfast? What do you think I want? Mm-hmm. On cue, cat Kitty. hits the bed, and you're like, that was pretty good. Do you think the other cat symbol, like he hangs the pussy? I don't think that's cat symbolism. I think that's just, they just like they animal hung a cat. cruelty. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but that was. So then I wrote like immediate my notes at this point I start to like really get into what the film is and I stopped looking for like social commentary. I right, just, you're just down, like having a good time. I wrote down fuck yeah another pimp fight. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz that's what happens. Yeah. Is there's another pimp up on the fire escape and he shoots down and truck chases him up, which is crazy. They shoot milk. He can't keep milk in his house because he goes shopping for milk. The one dude shoots the grocery bag. Milk explodes. Milk explodes. The next day he got milk again. He's feeding his cat milk. Shots. Shit shoots the fucking milk. You know why? It's because glass bottles and they got a candy <laughs> right. candy, candy discount. glass discount. But here's one thing that didn't make sense to me is the dude takes his pot shot and trucks like comes after him. And I'm like, the, but the pimp has the high ground. Yeah, what are you Why doing? Why are you running away? You have a gun full of bullets. Keep firing, Keep firing. down <laughs> at the guy who can't see shit. you. What? You immediately flee. You unload. You know, I'm going to take one pot shot and run. Empty. Yeah, I don't dumb know if he had a revolver or what, but shit. it's like dump your mag and then run. And then run. Because you're going to hit him once, man. You, you almost did. He, you missed him by that much. Takes the pot shot and flees. He only had the balls for one trigger pull. So maybe that's possible. Yeah. So then we get what I consider like the most iconic look of Truck Turner. It's that it's the album cover basically. Yep. Jeans with that no shirt, no shirt, and that brutalist skinny leather strapped shoulder holster with the biggest fucking gun hanging. It's such a like the look, the look that Isaac Hayes has shaved head, beard. It's such a it's such a like brutal. Like brutalist, harsh, like aggressive look. It's yeah. so cool. It's so it's I put wonderful. A, yeah, yeah. It's it once you see it, it's boom, it's in your head. It's, there. it's like when you see Travis Bickle in the army coat, or you see like Neo decked out with his like duster. And to some point, if when you see John McClane with a wife beater and no shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It it establishes like very much a look, and it's a cool ass look, man. So then he uh he shoots he shoots the guy. I think he shoots him in the back mm-hmm. as the guy's running away. No, he, he no. This him. guy is the one on the roof. Yeah. Right? So he yeah. shoots the guy. He shoots one guy when he comes around the corner. 
and then he like takes three steps, hears a gun hammer click, whips around and shoots another guy who just Yeah. He was coming up the stairwell. He exists only to die. Yeah. He gets that guy, never seen him before. No idea who he is. Just to have a a a blood pack in his chest. A blood pack in his chest. And he falls, he gets one good gasp in, and then we move on to basically um uh Dorinda being like like you guys all fucking suck. Yep. Why is everyone all dying and shit? No one's getting truck out of the picture. And Kananga rolls up. Name's not Kananga, it's Harvard Blue. But Kananga rolls up and he's like, Look, here's my offer. I'm distracted by how good your boobs look in that outfit. <laughs> so I'm gonna be mad and leave. And he goes to leave and she's like, Alright, you got yourself a deal. So he hires like the insurance company. The insurance company, which is a bunch of hitmen. Which are which the shittiest hitmen I've when you ever fast fucking forward. met. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even? They were uh, by hitmen. They they meant lazy, when, horrible. If you fast forward this movie a little bit, they be they are literally useless. the most useless fucking. But they are responsible for what is, in my opinion, the coolest single moment in this movie. How when his sad, partner dies? That's fucking amazing. Amazing. Okay, so he calls in the assassins. I had a point that um or a note that the the arrival of the assassins and how that's handled is very samurai. Oh yeah, they bring in the the seven. Well, the, they bring in the the. Well, it's like a trope of samurai films, yeah. which is like these are the most deadly men in the ring, and they all have and their, their own specialty. Thing. Yeah, this and they is come a shotgun in guy. This is time. a guy that does it with grot wire. This is a guy that does it. You, you might it with, recognize yeah. him. They call. Oh yeah, they call you the Candyman. Some do. I yeah. don't trust anything but the shotgun in this case. Like it's yep. very very samurai film. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was a cool little touch in there because those two genres. Are intrinsically linked, black exploitation and kung fu movies. I know kung fu movies is my favorite. Well, and we have black exploitation kung fu movies. Like I know, like I know, there's crossover. I know, these. yeah. There's some of my favorite things that exist on the planet. And that's what we'll do, Jan. Like for our next uh, next March, and then April will be um, drug exploitation, and May will be yeah, season two. Might just be the season of exploitation. It might. It might actually be. Um, and then the Patreon exclusives are like serious movies. <laughs> the Godfather. <Yeah. laughs> Schindler's List. We just flip it. Yeah, yeah. that's not about Avatar. Mm. No. What? I don't know. I was saying. Why was are you to, saying I was words trying to. I was trying to think anymore. of like good, like epic movies. Oh, you put Avatar in that? I like Avatar quite a bit. Avatar for me is a one watch movie. Okay. And you have to watch it on the biggest possible screen. Okay. And you have to watch it in 3D. Okay. Period. I will say right now, when I, I was blown s- away when I saw I that saw movie. Avatar on the like the IMAX 3D in the perfect like middle seat where you can see just see the whole screen without yes. turning your head. It was one of the most amazing thing, amazing theater experiences I've ever had. I have since seen Avatar on little screens. It's a it horrible. It does movie. not fucking nope. hold up at all. It's nope. a spectacle film. It is. Yeah. But as as a spectacle film, it's pretty fucking good. I would agree with those. I I applaud Avatar. I like so that movie. I'm check a, out Patreon next year for Avatar. Avatar Apologist. No, I wouldn't want to no, waste no. my time watching that stupid fucking movie. Unobtainium. Don't even don't don't Carl don't. <laughs> um. So then his the assassins beat the fuck out of his boss at yes. the place, which this is, is kind of sad. sad. Because he loses an eye, yep. basically. He gets beat like almost to death. And he th- there's a great he's performance. Still, he's trying to protect Truck, but can't because he's beating the shit out of him. Brief fast forward, because this guy has a good, really good 
performance moment in here. This is not a, a performance no, movie. No, no. This movie, but there are performances in it. This so. movie is like fight scenes and guns. It's fun as fuck. I highly recommend watching it, but don't watch it for like, where's the Oscar winning performance? No, it's this not This guy that, has yeah. a moment where he is laying in bed and he's saying to, he's just said to truck like I didn't I didn't want to call but they just kept hitting me and you're like oh, yeah. that's not the moment the moment is when truck and his girlfriend are leaving and the guy turns on his pillow and he says so softly so quietly says to the truck's girlfriend hey take care of him please and the way he says it mm-hmm. is real yep it's like one of the only moments in here that's take care real of him. Please. Like the please yeah. that he says. It's that please. And you believe it and it's real and it's true. It's one of those moments that like will like whoom, like sound a note in your heart. Exactly. It's a great little moment. The rest of the movie is like, turn you turn around and show your ass, bitch. Yeah. You know, or like, <laughs> don't you talk none of that jive ass shit to me. And like gunfire. Yeah. Like that's the rest of freeze, pimp. That's the rest of the movie. But right there, man. There's a real note, a real and I note. gotta you gotta give props to it. Absolutely, too. it's killer. It's a killer little moment too, especially because that's one of the few moments in here that's genuinely like sad and heartbreaking. This is the sad m- part of the movie. Even the partner part isn't quite as sad as the as the boss in the hotel. No, it's the not. hotel in the, in in the, the hospital. In the hospital. But no, the we got to talk about the partner. So the 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 boss calls truck and is like please come in i have some work for you i'm really in trouble i'm in trouble i'm in trouble truck are you catching the yeah shit? Are you getting what's happening truck's here like fuck i'm so tired so he calls his partner and he's like hey the boss wants us to go over there and hangs up his phone and bird's like did he just fucking he just kill killed his, his partner he just killed his partner <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, fair, to be fair, he didn't know that he was sending him into his. He his, didn't, but like to the gallows. Ignorance is no excuse. Like if he hadn't just been on such a lazy shit, well, he'd be dead. He'd be the movie dead. would be over. See, but he goes like, do 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 do. Wonder what the boss wants. <laughs> and he stands in front of the door and then like has a weird flash of insight. I assume. Yeah. Where he's like, wait a second. This, this is, is a really weird. bad situation I'm in. All of a sudden, and then you get the. It's sad because his partner dies, but you get the coolest fucking effect in this movie where like 10 dudes fire shotguns at one door in front of which they have placed a dummy. Yes. And the door just like splinters is gone. They what I I get the sense that the effect was like a directed stick of dynamite behind the door. <laughs> yeah. And the dummy just like boom blows apart. The shot is huge. There's a huge flash of like gunpowder and flame and smoke. It's so visceral. Yeah. It, you're and then like he's not dead right away. No, because he's a good guy. Bad guys die if they get hit in the shoulder once yeah. with a 22. Good guys gotta like. <laughs> And he's like, like doing that crazy. The the body is just breathing because it still can, but he's gone. It's fucking upsetting. Yeah, like, yeah. like just he dies hard mm-hmm. with a vengeance. That one's ah. <laughs> there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Your John McClane collection. Thank you. But um, yeah, that that particular effect is like. We talked about in the shootout episode how the movies were like just like straight punches to the face. This that scene is when you see it, you're like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. You're like shocked for a moment. You don't oh, even yeah. know what to do yep. because of the violence. That that is the most purely violent thing I've seen in like ages. We watched we watched some fucked up movies for our first Patreon. Yeah. But like this was that was hardcore. Rough. It was it's pretty like rough. Five seconds or two seconds or whatever. It's a it's a little trick 
like a cool effect shot or whatever, but it's a fucking awesome effect shot. Very. It's like the sh- the shot in Dawn of the Dead when they kick the door open and he shoots the dummy and the dummy's head explodes. Yes. Like you see very obviously that it's a dummy, but like the amount of red paint they blew on the walls just makes up for it. Yes, that's what the scene is. It's oh, it's brutal as shit. Oh, I just see my hitmen more like shitmen. <laughs> yeah, they suck at their job. So bad. They're Except really for this bad one instance job. where they were actually really good at it and killed. Uh, yeah, the, they killed yeah. the fuck out of the wrong guy. Yeah. Well, that's true so they, too. <laughs> so no, I guess they are shitmen. Shitman, shitman holds. Um. I wrote down the next thing, like the re- the movie goes pretty quick from here on out because it, yeah, becomes, it, does. it turns it, into a revenge, revenge film. film. But he kills them all so quick. Yeah. Well, that, well oh he killed. God. Um, we get we get the hung cat moment that yep. you alluded to, where they they go home and basically Kananga has sent a message to Truck. <laughs> 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 Harvard Blue has sent a message to Truck that. Uh, that like you know your home's not safe anymore. His house is all ter- like fucked up and flipped over, and there's a cat hanging from a doorway. It's it's upsetting. That's upsetting. Like it's definitely a disturbing moment where you're just like, oh shit. Did they hang the cat? I, yeah. They hung the fucking cat. Jesus. They hung the fucking cat. I wrote down hung cat yeesh. Yeah. Um. It was that was like it's always hard to see animals die. Yeah. Um. In we movies. just saw his partner get blown alive, and then or like got him get blown, blown alive. alive. <laughs> It's a pimp movie. People. That's when we you blow you. somebody up by their penis, right? You blow, you canango them. <laughs> got canango. Got canango. <laughs> but anyway, he. But then it's it's even more upsetting get to blown see. away, and like he's like, oh god, and you're like, man, that's but fucked up. Then you up. see then the hung cat, cat, and you're like, like Jesus, too that's too much. Too much. You went a bridge too far, movie. Well, it's like it's it's kind of funny when you talk about John Wick with people. Yeah. John Wick kills like fifty people in that movie. Easily, Easily. fifty people. Brutal, like headshot deaths. Yeah. Like knives in the temple he fucking kills yes a shitload of people but when you talk about the movie everyone's like that movie i couldn't watch, I it. watch it it was upsetting and you're like oh because you know you're, you're, you're like a gun control advocate or like human life is so valuable they're like they killed you that kill puppy dog, and you're yeah. like yeah but after the dog is dead though like 70 people die a brutally bunch of people just get murdered yeah. and where do we st- where do you stand on john wick because i think it's one of the best the, action films ever made uh it's i love it it might it's, be the best action film ever made. both of them the sequel is equally good if not better <laughs> yes. holy fuck right. it's one of those weird things where the sequel is better it's than killer? the first one okay yeah. so we're on the same page oh okay, definitely good good, good, good. danielle <laughs> will agree too she doesn't like keanu reeves and she's like i think i'm a keanu reeves fan now dude john, i'm well, like i know have her watch 40 seven Ronan because it's hard oh, to, hard fuck. to take that movie to task too he's good in that okay so um Carl I love a montage of guards walking around like a fortified like a fortified like where you're setting up what the challenges will be to get into the wrote, fortress or I whatever. have several um have you ever seen I mean I'm, I'm sure you've seen Beverly Hills Cop oh absolutely the first Beverly Hills Cop yeah when he has to go into the mansion and two um, I know not everybody's favorite movie. I, I this is one of my guilty pleasure films, Electra, Jennifer Garner. Nope. Never seen it? No. Nope. Okay, in the beginning there's a sequence where you're like it if you ever do you ever play you're a gamer. Yeah. You ever played the Hitman games? Oh yeah. Because most of that is that you have to figure out where the patterns of guards are. A lot of the game is not like 
you can play it as a shoot 'em up, but that's not what they they want you to they look at the map. Suggest you look at it. Yeah. Like look at the map. They want like find find you know maybe this guy gets a sniper sniper rifle mm-hmm. shot to the head, and on your way out, you're gonna need to knife this dude. And yep. like, do you have a silenced? Like it's it's very much planning and knowing where the guards are and knowing their timing. Because mm-hmm. you can you if you sit for a little while behind a dumpster, you can you watch your map. See the windows. Yeah. So of you're opportunity. like, oh well, this guy this guy walks to the end of the block and stands there for a little while. And that's my that's 30 my seconds to get across the yeah. street. I love th- this happens in, and my favorite example, of course, is 2004, Thomas Jane, John Travolta, The Punisher. Oh, that pun, yeah. The Good Punisher. Yeah. That movie's The better Punisher. If you if you want to talk really, really good Punisher, uh, Mar- the Marvel's TV, the Marvel. That the, is beyond. The Punisher that yeah. is in, uh, that is in Daredevil and is in the, the Netflix like Marvel yeah. team up. That's probably the best iteration of the Punisher, but I fucking love the Tom the, Jane Punisher. The Tom Jane Punisher. Fair enough. For me, man, that's Tom Jane gets Frank Castle. Yeah. Yeah. Where in the show, he gets the Punisher. I think he get. I think the, the, what's his name? John Thornthal or whatever, but the, the guy who's doing the TV show, yeah, from I think the Walking he, Dead. I think he understands the whole character and is the strongest, like all around mm-hmm. iteration of the Punisher. I think the, like Dolph Lundgren version and Punisher Warzone, oh, they get the Punisher, but there's no Tom, there's no, um, there's no Frank, Frank Castle in it. Yeah. And I think that Tom Jane in like knew in his soul frank castle yeah that movie's so fucking good and i would count that as a western by the way oh yeah that, it's been a while since i've seen it but yeah the score is all like it's all like cool. like trumpety and there's a there's a bit with like acoustic guitar like mariachi music and i need movie, to rewatch the movie ends in a fucking duel like tom jane and john travolta square up and tom jane waits for him to go for his gun before he shoots him from the waist. Okay, it's been a long time. You gotta spin the yeah, Punisher again. Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I've seen I've seen the Punisher probably more than I've ever seen any other movie. Oh wow! I used to watch it every day in high school. Holy shit! I had a physics class online, and I would go to the library and I'd plug in the Punisher and just watch it. Fuck. Every day for a semester. That's like fifty watchings just in high school, and I've watched it since and before. I fucking love that movie. Anyway, not important. What's important is. We've got guards patrolling a fortress, and yes. it's a movie trope that I dig. And then the the shootout is like surprisingly quick. Yeah, he kills all the hitmen in like less than a minute. Yeah, it's like forty eight seconds. He and comes, he's killed. He comes all in the with shitmen are dead. He comes in with his double barreled shotgun, and he's like, "Oh look, they're all standing in front of windows. None of them. <laughs> One's seen on me. the roof, not paying any attention. And he just walks in, and he's like, "You're dead." You're dead. Hmm, that guy fell through a door. Uh, oh, here's a hey, guy. There's a guy. You're dead. You're dead. And it's done. He killed them all. Like he killed those guys well, <laughs> so quickly. You're like, it's like the movie is so front loaded. They didn't. Yeah, there's a spider there's on the a wall. Spider on my wall. This is the most. Oh, uh, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Can you talk while I kill it, or should I just uh, make it? Let's, let's pay attention. Let's not pay attention to it, and just we're almost there. What if it gets okay? Hospital gunfight. Oh, the dude gets shot in the face. Thank you. Oh that my is my number God. one note. It's like the best face shot I've what ever seen. What was like? Seen. Wait, is a doctor in on it? Is a doctor a shitman? And then the dude gets shot in the 
face. You're like, yeah, you're you're trying to figure in, it out, and then none of what you're trying to figure out fucking matters matter at all. Because Chuck Turner shot a dude in the face. Like, holy fuck. The the effect, okay. It's like he spit a quart of blood out of his mouth. Out of, like, the center of his face. It's so this, fucking yeah. awesome looking. The effect is It's amazing. like he was able to sneeze blood out of his nose. But more and his than, mouth, but more you're, than you're, you're imagining to, you're imagining blood like coming out of his face. More than that, more violently spraying than that. And yes. all at once. You're like, holy Ugh. shit, it's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's one I of, clapped. Like me and Bird cheered. We were like, <laughs> we were both like, "Oh my god, he shot him so it much in the really face!" It was really early in the morning to see somebody get shot in the face. Oh, that like that much? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he didn't just like shoot him in the face. He shot him all the way in the all face. All the way in the face, as <laughs> much just, as you could possibly shoot somebody in the like face. If you've if you've ever been shot in the face before, like this guy got shot more in more the than face you did. than you did. <laughs> It's amazing how much fucking blood and shit. No one has been shot in the face more than that. Oh guy. my god, it's amazing. It's amazing. The, one of my favorite parts about it. Too. And I feel like we're getting we're getting pool balled again because like how much do I would be interested to go back and look at that again and see exactly how much blood came out. Well, see, or are we I, getting bananaed? You said you said face. I think a lot of the blood. I think it gets sprayed from a from hose underneath in his collar. Interesting. And it hits his chin, and that's and where it that sprays, sprays out. Because I think the blood originates near his neck. But there's so much of it. Yeah. It comes so like violently <laughs> from the out. face area that you're just like it pops. It does. It's amazing how I I can't I gotta keep tracking the spider so I can kill it the second we're done talking about this movie. It's on my wine rack. It's I'm under your wine fuck rack. Fuck that thing up so bad. I'm gonna shoot it in his face. Um, so he shoots this guy in the face, and then there's a whole hospital shootout where you're just like, this is a fucking. How many times have you seen a hospital shootout other than in the John Barenthal? That's his name. The John Barenthal uh, Daredevil Punisher where he comes to the hospital. Oh, shit. Have you seen it? Mm -mm. (gasps) There's a great hospital shootout in there, man. He comes in with a shotgun and just goes to town and he only manages to kill bad people. That's pretty amazing. Because he's the Punisher, man. Fair enough. So anyway, this hospital gunfight is like... Kananga's running at one point and just like for no just reason randomly shooting. A, yeah, well, he's just like and picks up a kid. That comes, yeah, that comes in a bit. Uh, Bird was wondering, was that woman having a baby? I think she was. Yeah, so there's a woman who's there's a, there's a delivery in, in room. Yeah, so they run into the delivery room and then they run out of the delivery room. And there's a one moment where there's like no one even close. And Kananga's like, oh, look at that. I don't like doctors. And he just shoots a doctor like square in the chest, and yep. that guy just dies. And you're like, why'd you do that? <laughs> that wasn't necessary, Kananga. That was you. Don't, you have less bullets now. Because you shot that dude, like shooting someone for no reason was now referred to as a kananga. You kananga them. I thought that's when you got inflated through your penis. Oh, that and is. You that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so he like has the kid, and Truck Turner wings him, and the kid like lands and runs, and runs away. away, and then. Truck Turner, like the Kananga's limping for the street, and Truck Turner walks calmly out and does his like square up, like here I am, I am Truck Turner, and shoots Kananga right right in in the the back. back. Fully in the back. Doesn't give a fuck. Could have, could have like yelled his name. 
Yeah, because Kananga. Kananga! <laughs> look at me, you bastard. But no, nope. he's like, oh, look, a perfect shot right at his spot, right in the back of him. Right in the middle of his back. Whom your dad would Why did my brain just think oh, that spiders could fly? I don't know. Because the they spider's can't. not on the wall anymore, and now we're fucked. I think it's we. Oh. God damn it, get your feet off the ground, Carl. Yep. So anyway, They're up. My, yep, mine are up too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so after our hero shoots Kananga straight in the back, we get a pretty, pretty good. Um, God, I can't remember his name. Kananga. <laughs> yeah. Harvard Blue. Harvard Blue. That was his actor. Yafet Koto. Bird was what? Like this is a very good exploitation film. Death. Mm-hmm. If you. He's like GoProed for one thing. That was crazy. Like a chest-mounted yeah. camera aiming only at the top of his face while he like stumbles around. It is really disorienting. Yeah. And it, it translates well. It's like this is what his mindset is like. Yep. And then you go POV with him too. Well, like how wobbly he is. Mm-hmm. I love because he like wobbles and sits for a while. Like when you like you when you're like the like that like a, you know what it's like it's like when you accidentally you you don't kill a deer on the first shot or like you got shot a deer on accident and it you know um luckily the two deer i've shot died immediately but i was hunting with my grandpa once and he kind of like he missed you the winged one he hit it in the lungs mm, so shit. it hit and flopped and we got out and immediately went over to to kill it to put it out of its misery but there's a moment where like a deer will like like sit down and be like Something's wrong. Yep. Well, I better keep moving. And then it keeps going. Kanenga gets that wounded animal. Like, yep. like what? You just keep going you're, on. You're, you're in shock. So your brain's not like, I've been shot. This You're just like, oh, I feel really bad. What you're an fuck? autopilot, man. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, hold on. Let me get to my car. Okay. I'm getting up. Oh, I'm getting up. And you've been shot in the spine and you're dead. You're, yep. you're dead. But there's that moment where you're like, well, I guess the next thing is the car. And he the way that he portrays it, you almost feel bad for you him. You do. Yep. It's that was such my note. a it's like such why a do good, I feel bad for him? It's a great great death. It's a really great death. And yes, it is it is over the top and it's like an exploitation death. It's it's like akin to like ah Yeah, exactly. It, it is in that kind of death scene wheelhouse, but it's so well executed. And it's it is and then exe- the gurbling of blood that comes out. There's so much blood comes out of his mouth. Yep. I don't know how they did. Like, that's a lot of blood to be just holding in your mouth. Like, because he doesn't have, like, the big, like, puffy cheeks. Nope. But, like, he- tons of blood starts coming out of his mouth when he's in the car. And then he tips forward and the, the horn beeps. Mm. Yep. But to, to credit the actor, he manages, like, a level of... A two man, he manages a level of like subtlety and real emotion in the midst of a mellow, melodramatic death scene. It's very cool. Yeah. This is a very, very good death scene. Um, and I would also like to point out once again that Chuck Turner shot him in the fucking back. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, like square in the back didn't s- give him a, a chance to... Right in, and he's unarmed when he shoots him. Kaninga drops his oh, gun in the hospital. Fuck. So Turner, I didn't realize he was on the truck. Turner, really, he didn't still have his gun. No, he drops it when he shoots. When the kid gets, sh- when he gets winged and he's carrying the unarmed, kid, he drops in he the back. An unarmed, walking away from him. Yeah, Truck Turner shoots an unarmed black man in the back. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's a little. I, don't, I just I spit do, you so did. much. <laughs> so much. I spit. spit the way that that dude got shot in the face. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but like. He <laughs> at the at very end of the movie is. Do you see it yet? No. Oh, shit. Somewhere Fuck up here. Fucking spider shitty. Um. So like at the very end of the movie, you're like, get him, truck, and then you're like, wait, wait, truck, wait for him to turn around, truck. <laughs> right, oh truck. my god, he shot him right in the back. <laughs> Square in the back. 
oh wait, Kananga doesn't have a gun. <laughs> God damn it. And then like it, even worse, you're like, could you just could you put him out of his misery? No, nope. he's going to watch him. He walks after him and watches him. He lets him get in his car and yep. then he watches him bleed out in his car. Yep. And he's like, good. I did a good thing. And you're like, I'm not sure you did. I'm not sure you did, Truck. That was a little bit, maybe That was much. a little much. Maybe. Mm. He's hurt already. Like, run up to him, run in front of him and shoot him in the chest. Yes. Even unarmed. You see, like, I don't know why that's better, but like. It's, it is, though. It is. It's like, don't, what are you doing? Put that oh, gun down. Oh, my God. Truck Turner. <laughs> Truck Turner. He was being a real nincompoop. So then you're like, okay, whew, we're at the end. And then he walks in to D- Daringa, fuck, to Uhura's, Uhura's like brothel, grabs her and is like, you're getting the fuck out of town. And she's, oh, yeah. He's like packing and her bags and She falls on the and bed shit. and she's like, get your hands off me, ninja. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like throwing dresses at her. He's like helping her pack. He's like, get the fuck, you're fucking Zoe, done. Don't you you're go gone. for that piece. And he's got his back to her and he hears a drawer come open and he's like, he says, before you get that piece out, your ass is air conditioned. And she goes, you ain't going to kill no woman truck turner. And then he kills her. Yep. Sure does. <laughs> so within five minutes, he shoots a dude in the back and murders a woman. Yeah. Shoots him straight in the back and like lets him die really bad. Then he goes and like hits Ahura a little bit and is like, <laughs> you're fucking leaving. And she's like, you ain't going to kill no woman. And he's like, just, just watch, just watch me. me do that shit. <laughs> he shoots her straight. She shoots at him to be fair. To be fair. But he, he knew the gun was there or knew that she was going I'm for it. You say, could have stopped that. I'm going to say justified killing, though. Like she shot at him. Fair enough. Like in a court. Well, the court he might be it, like, he why did up, you? Why though, were you at her house yeah. telling her to leave and like throwing? Fair enough. Right. But maybe the I don't know. This is not a legal advice. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All I know. Clearly it's not. All I know is that Truck Turner shot her like straight in the stomach. Yeah. And she died also. (laughs) She died also. (laughs) (laughs) We glossed over like when he'd be my favorite moment in the movie when he's talking to that fucking cop. And that cop, the cop is like... You got a lot of people out trying to kill you, Truck Turner. So you better not do anything to lose that gun permit of yours. And... At that point, he had killed like a like seven six, seven people. People probably, yeah. And then shortly thereafter, kills like another ten, including one unarmed guy. There would have been guy. paperwork, some sort of investigation involved. He would have at least been questioned by the police. Well, or does he just like shoot them and leave them on the roof? Uh, somebody will find them later. Well, you know they take your gun away from you when you kill someone. Well, yeah, they have to because they're like you killed someone. You with killed this someone. Gun. Well, you're taking this away and your permit, unless you're. And then we're gonna figure out what exactly, what exactly happened. happened. You're gonna probably you're gonna be in jail for a little bit, and, and we then have to. eventually we'll let you out if all of everything checks out. But yep. this guy's just like, look, I know you killed seven people, but if you kill like too many more, we're gonna have to like you probably have a really might have to strong talk take with that you. Pyramid away from you. We could. We'll probably let you keep the gun, but but you won't have the permit. Well, yeah. Anymore. So you could only keep it in your house to defend yourself with. If you keep it in your house, in your house, and it's Not, gotta maybe in your car. You could probably keep it. You in could your probably car keep it in too. your car, and as long as it's in a holster of some sort, yeah. You could probably, if you're responsibly you carrying, mean, you could it. probably keep it on your person. We'll wink at it. We'll just if you yeah if you're carrying it responsibly just, just don't be irresponsible. But for real though, if you get above twenty, we will take that gun away. Maybe. Well, maybe we'll exchange it for a smaller. We'll have gun. to get you a smaller gun. 
Because this one's just killing people. You'll have to deal. This big gun this is, big gun is killing is people. This big gun just killing we'll so many you, people. You know, we're going to put you in like a 38 or a 22, maybe a 9 milli. We'll put you in a 9 we'll milli. You a, you know how what? does Beretta sound to how you? How do you feel about... Now, I know some people say that it doesn't have the stopping power, but a 32 is a great cartridge you, truck. Listen, it gets people out of jams. It does. And you know what? It's Sometimes, a, what if you just showed them the gun and waited and see if they wanted there's to... A, they could oh, run away. It could be a... Giving de- them the opportunity It could be a deterrent. Flee. And the important thing to remember, Truck, is when people are running away... You don't, don't shoot, shoot them, them in, in the back. Because that's frowned upon. People don't like that. Mostly. Even from a, like a... Just, I don't know, he's a bad guy. Like, he's, he's a super bad if guy. he's really bad, even then it's kind even of then, weird feeling. Just say his name. So he and turns around it. and then and shoot, shoot him, him in the chest or the face like you did or that other guy. I'm fine with the face. Man, you shot him so I'm much in the fine face. fine with the face. Okay. But Not really in though. The back. So let's just try and keep like, let's, let's let some time pass before you kill in any more people. Two, three days. Two to three. Give Maybe. it a solid week. What if we did a week where you didn't murder someone? <laughs> About seven days. Seven days without murder and that gun, you're fine. You can keep it. This is maybe just a weird time you're going through where you gotta kill like a shitload of people. This happens every time? Every time, truck. <laughs> every and time. And we did talk about don't shoot we in talk- a moving car downtown. We talked that. We said that. We said to that. You. Last time you did that, we sun said roofs, don't do that. Sunroofs are for letting sun in. Right. Not for standing up out of and shooting. At crowded streets. It's a sunroof, not a deer stand. Jimmy will never know what the eighth grade looks like because of you. But we're gonna let you keep. We're your gonna gun. let that one slide. Sli- it was, was in the course. He wasn't doing very. Of your non-official, well, not police job. Jimmy wasn't doing very well in school, so right. he kind of did his parents a favor. Right. They expressed gratitude. I wasn't supposed to say that to you. Yeah. So if you want to keep that under your just hat, under your hat, just just oop under the old hatterino. <laughs> so. Anyway, it was good seeing you, Truck. <laughs> good seeing you, Chuck. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> You're really big. You're, You're a big old so guy. So big. big. <laughs> that, that's all I got for Truck that's Turner. That's what I have for Truck Turner. All right, so we are a listener-supported podcast. If you like what we do, you like exploitation films, you don't like exploitation films, or you just want to go and check out more awesome shit... Head on over to patreon.com slash Max Peterson. We've got full length bonus Patreon episodes, shout outs on the show, sure behind do. the scenes type shenanigans, all sorts of great stuff. Um, if you want to drop us a line here at the show, if you think uh, <laughs> that nincompoops is just a little too close, is or it? I don't know. I, don't I, thought, know. I thought I was towing the line with Ninja at the very Yeah, I thought you like, ooh, you got <laughs> <It's> getting spicy. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to, if you want to weigh in on Truck Turner, if you've got favorite exploitation films or black exploitation films or reminisces on the black exploitation genre, that was almost the, weird. The, wow. Head, uh, send them to measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com. I'm pretty much entirely off social media, um, so I'm not going to plug Facebook. it anymore. I check Facebook. Danielle does all of our social media as a for us as a couple because I like get on it for five seconds. I'm like, I'm disgusted, and then I it get off. Feels of it feels bad. It feels social media just makes me feel bad. Yep. So I know that like we're a place where you're. Sp- this is a thing where you're you're supposed to do to like build a brand. Mm-hmm. But I just feel so. I'll pay somebody to do it about social media. Some, I'll turn in some cans and like here's ten dollars. Do post a for measuring. Yeah. Flex. I mean, I I post some stuff like here's the new studio here's the movie we're watching over at uh max j peterson i think it is or Mm -hmm. 
no, it's actual Max P on Instagram. Actual Max P. And I don't use anything else really because, like, yeah. you know, life's too short for that shit. So, uh, the spider on the wall has vanished. I am now living in sheer terror. Nope, there it nope, is. It's at where? the very peak. Ooh, he's on your wine rack. Yeah, right at the top. Just like, oh. He's like a little, little King Kong up oh, there. Oh, what is he doing with his legs? Oh, oh my God. What is he doing with his legs? So upsetting. Oh, what is he doing with his legs? Oh, he's God. Gonna, oh. All right, we got to get out of here because yep. Carl and I have to shoot a spider in his motherfucking <laughs> face. Hey.